Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Please don't take this person out. Would you politely go to hell? Get the fuck out of my way. Who is Jimmy Pardo? Guess again. Here he is. And I do the horns. You're the one yelling, Jimmy. Yeehaw! Let's have some maple syrup. Oh, man. See? I know what I'm doing and I know how to catch it. On tape, it's the fastest hour in podcasting. This is Never Not Funny. Now, here's your host, Jimmy Pardo. Hello, everybody. Yes, welcome to the program, episode 2324. No, 2824. 2820. I said 23 last week, too, or two weeks ago when I was here. I believe I said the wrong you did. Um, number. But uh, you know what? We got through it okay. Nothing didn't seem to upset anybody. Uh, living in the past. Living in a box. Living in a box. Living in a cardboard box. Name of the band. Name of the band that did. Was not was. Try again. The Mandy Patankins. It's uh, the name of the song is Living in a Box. I remember it. I think it was around the same time as Was Not Was it had was. their only hit. The uh, trouble with the world today is living in a cardboard box. That is not what we're going after. <laughs> living in a box. Living in a box. Living in a cardboard. Let me pull it up. It's a it's a one hit wonder. That's for sure. Let me pull it up. Was that eighties? Uh, it was uh, definitely eighties. Yes, sir. You got that right, Garen. Living. living uh, I'll never get it. In. Never uh, gonna get box. it, never gonna get it, never gonna get it. <laughs> Elliot's coming in a hot. This guy has not spoken to a human being in <laughs> 10 days. <laughs> it's actually not true. Here it comes. We've been on vacation, so certainly the first three minutes should be listening to some music. Oh, I remember the song for sure. I'm hoping that maybe it sparks you to guess who did it. I can see like a Name of the band, escape, living in a box. Opening of a movie. Get to that course. Hold it up here. I was trying not to have you see the title. Uh, is this Dinosaur Jr.? Who? Dinosaur Jr.? Yeah. That's not who I'm thinking of. You're thinking of the song Walk the Dinosaur. Yeah, sings yeah. that. That was Was Not Was. Oh, okay. Guys, the answer is right in front of you. The answer is... Car- cardboard box? Box. The name of the band, name of the song, Living in a Box by the band, Living in a Box. <laughs> From the album, the very best of Living in a Box. Wow. EP? Darren, how dare you? <laughs> how many albums do you have, ass fuck? <laughs> how dare you make fun of Living in a Box? You have, no albums. You, have no, you have no albums. I have an audio book. Karen. <laughs> Come on, man. God damn it. Is there, is there a musical bed under yeah. it? How do I? I don't know. No. Should I text Daniel to bring Oliver? How do we do it? How do we I do it? I thought it was just waiting. <laughs> just say, like, son, just, just stay out here for a minute. Just give me five minutes. Shoot me more than five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and then if you could, just hide in the kitchen real because he's going to go. He's going to walk out fast. <laughs> so just stay hidden. 
And then once you hear a door slam, uh, then come on in and then we can really get going. <laughs> Uh, we do thank Oliver for uh, filling in for Garen yeah. last week and uh, mm-hmm. did a great job. And uh, we thank everybody for uh, uh, your support over the last week with, with the uh, the shows that we did while we were uh, on vacation, the shows that came out. And, uh, and welcome back with a little Living in a Box, <laughs> Living in a Cardboard Box. I don't think I ever knew that that was the band's name. That's cause Maybe I just saw it on MTV and it didn't register because it's just the same thing twice. I'm wondering if, uh, based on what you said, I wonder if walk like, uh, no, uh, everybody walked the dinosaur and that, I wonder if they did come out at the same, they're within a year of each other. Let's ask Oliver. I mean, Garen. Oh, Jesus, <laughs> Garen. You know, those jokes will have to stop eventually, but uh, not yet. So. It's good to see you again, Garen. Good he was that. faster was... with one arm than you. <laughs> <laughs> Garen, I'm sorry. That's, that's Matt now. I, I tried to, to be supportive and say those jokes will stop. You're doing a great job. But uh, he's not wrong. <laughs> we would have already had that. We would have had the release date, the writer, the, the, uh, the uh, publishing company. <laughs> March 23rd, 1987. Okay, Mar- is what, sir? Living in a box. And uh, that when it was released that another day? That is the release date. March 23rd, 1987. Of the single or the album? So I'm trying to figure okay. out what I was doing in 1987 where I never heard that song. In March 23rd, I'll tell you what, I was I was in Pasadena, California on, in March of 87, going to the American Academy of Dramatic Arts, working at the Warehouse Records in Pasadena, California. Mm-hmm. Second busiest of all the warehouses. The first was down in Torrance. Oh, is that true? That is true. The Torrance uh, was the, the big uh, one, and then the Pasadena was the second biggest. Was the Torrance one in that big mall? You know, I don't, I don't, no, no, I think it's it was not a, really a mall store. It was usually stood alone. It was a, and it was huge. The Torrance one. Ours was huge. I don't think I ever went to the Torrance one. I just know the, the Beverly connection was my one. Yeah. And then there was one in the Glendale Galleria and there was, you know, they, they, they did have mall locations, but they oh, were they smaller. Yeah. Uh, but they, um, they, you're right. They, there was, there was a Studio City one, Studio one. We're talking about the warehouse. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Where? The House. warehouse. <laughs> uh, mine was on uh, Wilshire, but it was in a strip mall. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what strip mall you're talking about. No question about it. What's the cross street? Oh, goodness. Right Maybe by, Harvard? Yeah, what, but Harvard or Bundy? <laughs> Bundy. I don't have a clue. Uh, I Actually. don't have an exact release date for Walk the Dinosaur, but it was released originally in 87 and then put on their album in 89. That's odd. Yeah. Huh. Well, look at the Billboard charts. See where it peaked, like what week it yeah. peaked. I, I'm going to say 89 based on what you just said. But then how is it released in 87? Yeah. It's almost like the person looking it up is wrong and didn't. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly possible. I'm, I am getting into some deep, weird sites dedicated to this. To was, not was. To Don was. To, to the was brothers. Uh, it's, it's was, not was. That's who did it. Um, I was going to say something. About, uh, the, the warehouse records that I worked at, by the way, George Montgomery was the manager. And there were maybe six assistant managers. Like, oh, that's how dear. huge it was. Good just for the one store? For the one store. Uh, there was wow. a video department. There was a classical department. Mm-hmm. Jim Davis was in charge of that. The author of Garfield? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Lucky to have him. Moonlighting. Guy's busy. Uh, Jim Davis was a uh, gay man who said this. Uh, and I think about it, honestly, oh, not daily. That would be insane. But <laughs> but often enough, he was uh, talking about, um, this is 87, you know, where homosexuality wasn't really discussed. Mm-hmm. And he was discussing it with me and, and people in show business that are that are uh, that keep it hidden because they think it'll hurt their career. And he's like, uh, he goes, you know, Lily Tomlin's a uh, is uh, a lesbian and uh, she makes no bones about that. Literally. <laughs> and I laughed like an idiot <laughs> at Mr. Jim Davis. Mm-hmm. Nice young man. Nice man. I think he was older than me, but I'm not, I didn't. Uh, I'm not sure I knew that Lily Tomlin was openly gay. 
Um, according to Jim according Davis. According to Jim yes. Davis. <laughs> Jim Davis running his mouth in Pasadena. I certainly didn't know that in 1987, but why would I? Well, she had that partner, Jane, right? Isn't that her name, Jane? What's her partner's name? Been with I, her think you're think, I think you're thinking of Tarzan. Oh, it might be. Be <laughs> <laughs> Lily, she Jane. Um, okay, yep. I got it. Jane, Wag- Jane Wagner. Yeah, Jane Wagner. There we go. Thank uh, you. This is... I'm guessing the 1987 was the UK release because oh, this right. peaked uh, on March 31st, 1989. That would make sense. I was, I was, hey, but, but March, over. so it was exactly two years later, hmm. March of 87 Bears. to March of 89. So we're on to something here with March. Yeah. Beware the Ides. Um, well, great. Well, we solved all that. And, um, uh, yeah, so there we go. So welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to the uh, studio. Garen's back from Michigan. You're looking for him? Just making sure. Yeah, I can. I can. Just to put you at ease, he's not out there. He's uh, he's on his way. School is starting, and uh, they they're having an orientation, I believe, on Friday. So they have a. Um, uh, he's got to go and get a COVID test today. Mm-hmm. Uh, now we're all vaxxed and tested in this room. We did a. 100%. We followed mm-hmm. uh, some uh, SAG after rules, and uh, we all got the tested before we came back into the studio today after being gone for a week. Yeah. Having traveled, and we all are positive, so we thought <laughs> yeah. we all got it. What's, why not? What's the harm? What's the harm? Four pluses. We've, we've all got great energy, right? Let's bring it in. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, everybody's in here, vaxxed and vaxxed and tested, and stronger than ever. So we, we are back. We all four of us took the test so that we didn't have to say, Garen, you're the one who needs to be tested." I guess that's what we were getting. He, at. Was, <laughs> he was in Michigan, <laughs> yeah, with uh, God knows who. <laughs> and your words, not ours. Your family, some of your family are Billy's. Oh, I don't. That, yes, those are your words. <laughs> I don't interact with them. I oh, so you like didn't. So oh, you, oh, you didn't see the billies. <clears throat> I do not interact with those billies. So the people you interacted <laughs> with oh, are people. are vaxxed people. Yeah. Well, my brother isn't, but my brother lives like an eighty-year-old man and goes literally nowhere. Why is it? Why is he vaccinated? Then go get a jab. He's he has some condition where if when he gets a shot, his blood pressure bottoms and he passes out essentially. So he's. I'm just I, I have because he's scared of needles. Is this the Bill Left thing all over again? No, it's I don't. He yeah, called it some vo- vocal. So I don't know what it's called, but he probably not he, vocal. <laughs> no, it's not. It starts with a V. It sounds like vocal. It's vo- vagina. Vona. I'm, you know what? I'm going to ask him. I think is it's it, vagina. Is I, it bullshit? <laughs> it, might uh, it might be. I think it's a vaccination. I think it's right. It's right, <laughs> oh, right. right. Or bless you, uh, bless Elliot. You. Oh my God. We're all tested. Guy needs this. <laughs> Constantly needs attention. <laughs> Unfair. Couldn't help it. Unfair. They're talking to Garrett too long. The, the other brother. The other brother feels he needs to grab gotta, gotta some sneeze. focus. Got to sneeze. Yeah. Oh, where's a feather? Give me a feather quickly. Uh, I, I gotta say though, did did uh, did taking those tests? Uh, you, you got the ones where it has like the little um, the little tiny paste stick that you put up your nose. You and I did. Yes. Yeah. I, I I don't know what the what the My, Abbott test looks like. Mine had a long ass. Q-tip. Yeah, the long Q-tip. Yeah, which it said you only have to go one half to three quarters of an inch up. What'd you but, do? But it's like, well, a, why is it this long? B, how am I supposed to know? I wasn't looking in a mirror. I also oh, look in a mirror. I also don't really know how much three quarters of an inch. I, I guess that's uh, what uh, half my cock. <laughs> uh, so I, Wait, I yours just, is as tiny as mine. <laughs> well, that's the for the for this joke. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> so I just for the future. By the way, you're in this room. You're welcome to say half your in reference to mine. I know. I was. I know. I'm allowed to. You're allowed in to, that too. instance. We're all allowed. To, by the way, I, three quarters times two is that's one, one and, and a half. half. So, so I'm actually so I'm still smaller. I'm saying I'm smaller than you. Yeah. yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, so I just went up there because I was like, okay, like, it just felt like if it's this long, you should be going. Go as long as you can. Yeah. And, uh, as high as you can, I guess. Yeah. And it was probably farther than I needed to go. But every, th- every step of the thing, this is the first time I've taken a, a rapid test. And the instructions were so, and I know it's so that people don't mess up, but it, where they were so like, do this. If you don't do this, it's a, you'll get a false negative. Do this. If you don't do that, you know, false negative. Like everything was so like aggressive that I was like, I felt like extra, like I got to really do this. Like f- super good. It said, it said, go around, like make five circles. But yeah. then it said for 15 seconds, I'm like, how slow is that circle? That's a slow circle. <laughs> so I, I did five things. And then Elise was like, oh, it says 15 seconds. And I was like, keep going. I guess I'll just keep doing this way more than because one revolution takes one second. So that's yeah. 15 revolutions in 15 seconds. Right. And as we know, the revolution will televised. <laughs> well, that was the other that's thing. why you weren't looking at a mirror. I, the cameras I, I, I was I was under the hot lights of the TV camera. Sure. So, yeah. That's going to make anybody nervous. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, but oh, so it was your all right. So uh, first time doing the rapid test, which is uh, uh, pretty amazing considering how long into this thing we've been. Mm. Uh, I, but you've I, never yeah. had a reason to. I haven't had any need or reason. You never felt like you had it. So you never had to get it for that reason. Right. You know, you weren't going on the set of a television program. Right. Um, but yes, uh, to Elliot's question, it did make my nose run. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, I didn't sneeze, but it was definitely like for me, because because I assume you have to do both nostrils. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Big assume it's right in the it's right in the instructions. <laughs> I you, assume. He, read, he read his every period he, he yeah. looked at. You're like, I think you're supposed to do both. I'm not sure. Yes, I, I, I told you what to do. I gather just to, I, I don't people think, are talking about how you're supposed to get both nostrils. I don't think Matt said both nostrils, and that was where my I did do both. But that you're, felt you're right, weird you're too. Right. He did not to that point. Doesn't it feel weird to take one that's been up yes. one nose and then put oh, it in the other as one? Soon, as soon as it seems disgusting. For the ones that we did, there's like a there's like a pre-show. There's like a video pre-show. Oh, you in the app. Wa- yeah, you gotta, yeah, you've got to watch that. And they uh-huh. say, do not open anything while this video is running because just don't. Yeah, watch the whole thing, then go yeah. back. And, and by the way, I get I get literally, you know, maybe four people text me other than you three. Uh-huh. And during that 15 minutes, I'd be like, it's like... Uh, a million texts are coming in. Luckily, none did. But I was uh-huh. in that panic of... <laughs> You know, if a call comes in, you must answer on speaker. If this happens, they have all these oh, it rules. Really says that? Yeah. Jesus. And uh, luckily, uh, during that 15 minutes, I just had a little fucking peace and quiet. Put it on airplane mode. I'm surprised they didn't suggest it. Oh, you can't because you have to. Oh, it has uh, to be connected. It, it, yeah, yeah. It connects to the to the cloud. Oh, boy. It's the cloud. Uh, yeah. COVID. So go ahead, yeah. Elliot. So uh, I had giant sneeze, nostril one, giant sneeze, nostril two. Like what you just heard times five. While you were in there or after you. So so took it out. Well, so I I yeah after I took it out. While yeah. I'm doing it, I'm feeling it. You like you're terrible. holding you're holding it back. I mean, it's not it's it doesn't it wasn't as bad as what people described of sticking a stick up in your brain kind of a thing. But it was pretty. Right. It was pretty. I noticed it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and then uh, big sneeze. Uh, I I think the fact that I've done it before. You know, or had nurses do it. Yeah. That I knew where to go. Yeah. Because sort of if that. I didn't, honestly, I would. I would have been like, well, that can't be enough. And then it feels like you're not really doing it unless it's uncomfortable. That, yes. that was my yeah, yeah. feeling. But the uh, but the thing the thing. Yeah. Hey, Bill. Uh, sorry. For some reason, my microphone's doing that thing again. Yeah, it is. Uh, the uh, the thing says you 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 go to the like there's the base of the cap, and you're supposed to make it so that it touches your nose. Yeah. So that I felt it. Oh. I, I didn't have that. Mine, mine didn't give me it. that would have been nice if there would have been like like a line on the stick that said like put your thumbnail on this line there's no line on the stick go up no 
the ones that the nurses uh, at, the, at the urgent cares, they have a little line on the stick, and they're like, mm-hmm. bring it to that line. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is the first at-home one I've done. Mm-hmm. And um, it's nice and smooth, smooth, nice and easy. Mm-hmm. We all, you know, again, we all are, and Garen, uh, we all showed pictures of our, uh, yeah, that's yeah true. little suspect, huh, Garen, fellas? Garen was just like, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm good, fellas. <laughs> yep, negative. <laughs> just, the, just the word negative. Why no photo for you, Garen? I didn't think I would, it was required. <laughs> now, was your test the kind like mine where it's just a paper thing or did you have an app? I had the same thing you did. The yeah, app. Okay. Yours came yeah. with two, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's the same one. Yeah. I Our, think in the future, we uh, all we need are those because those are also, I think, about uh, half the price. Well, that's yeah. because they don't come with a disposable Bluetooth tool. <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, it's got a little uh, Bluetooth. That's how it connects to the internet. Yeah, you, you have God. to put it You put it on the surface of the thing, and it, they say keep it within three inches of your device. And Which, by the way, it's very easy for me. I just flopped it down and <laughs> took off an inch. Does it, like, share your results somewhere? Is it that what emailed it, it to us, yeah. Yeah. Oh. And I don't, I guess, I think if it's positive, it then gives it to, uh, that information to somebody else, right? To So that they can if you trace? If you in that, well, it, I, I think it, I think it definitely, like, traces but i i only put in the information that they required i didn't put in my phone number as an example because i don't need them calling me um i could tell you they have they're wonderful conversationalists <laughs> well that's good to hear they've called me several times already checking in how you doing <laughs> okay. and I, I was I, I go should there be lots of blood on this uh q-tip and uh, which was uh, they were like no sir you're going up way too high yeah. very good did they call you to ask well, why uh why was your test submitted with a picture of your dick <laughs> <laughs> sir this is just uh, we did not need that we don't need scale. that <laughs> I know you were using it to measure, but please leave your penis out of the picture. Just emails and phones, sir. That's all we need. But yeah, so it it has this Bluetooth device. You got to pair it. That's bonkers. And then and then throw away a Bluetooth thing. Well, that's the thing. It's like so when it's done, I was like, what do I do with this? What do you do, right? This piece of electronics, which actually it's pretty nice and. For what it is, it actually has a little bit of weight. It's to got it. a little heft to it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I was like you. I was like you, Elliot. It's like when it's done. It's like well, certainly I don't just throw that away now. Seems like that I, should go back. Like put it into a self-addressed stamped envelope, I'm, and you send it back to them, and they can recycle it. Yeah, way, but well, maybe, wait, maybe you can't. All we know, maybe this technology cost one cent. But I guess it, it still feels weird throwing electronics away. Yeah. It does. Can you use it as a like a Bluetooth dongle or something yeah. later? <laughs> uh, I mean, if you want to connect directly to to their service and not submit a test i guess oh, you could. yeah it's just that there's no dongle because because what it is is it's a, it's a, it's got a little well you know if if, if there was any way that elliot could have plugged this thing into his computer he would have done it That's true he, he would have been twitch streaming with this fucking thing. <laughs> coming to you from a my twitch room sponsored by a it's elliot hoper there you go uh but it, so it has this little well that you put the which that kind of uh, made me feel a little weird like, yeah, yeah, pouring sk- that stuff in like am i gonna because you got to do five drops yeah like, yeah, two, yeah, three, yeah four five and then hold it vertical hold it vertical. <laughs> don't hold it vertical you'll get a, a false negative i know jesus what so many so many <laughs> what do you things. mean i mean it's so amazing the, the liquid cannot be at it can't come in at an angle, <laughs> an angle? Like, how, does it, how do you know inanimate object how do you know what angle i'm coming at you well, well you're not supposed to shake it right that was the that was one of the rules on ours they did say do not shake it. which which that's my instinct like if i put if I put fluids in a thing and it's going to be a test, my instinct goes, shake, shake, shake. Immediately shake that up, yeah. yeah. Well, I usually do the hokey pokey while I do these kind of tests. You so know why, do right? Do I need to skip a part? That's or? what it's all about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, that, I don't skip anything. That's why Taylor Swift can't get a rapid test because she's shake it up. got to shake it. <laughs> Same with those fellas that, uh, with the Polaroid. Mm, oh, yeah, yeah. outcast. <laughs> Could, couldn't wanted to say Oasis. I knew that was wrong. It was really just Andre 3000. That was the, that was the album where they decided uh, we don't really like working with each other. Oh, is so, that right? So let's each make an album and release it as a double album. Oh. Yeah. I, they may have, I don't know how 
true that is but they, they they did do that but i don't know if they were actually behind the scenes still working together to help each other out but it seemed like it was like this right, is so they're no longer a thing no what's that other guy do big boy um oh he's done stuff a restaurant down in burbank there's <laughs> <laughs> not there's also not the dj uh that's confusing there's an la based dj radio oh yeah uh, who's no longer a big boy he's uh no he I mean, lost tall 500 pounds is he still tall I mean, I, I Is would he's still tall. No, Jim, he's, he also lost inches. What a fucking dumb question. Well, I, guess I, did I, not, I panicked. I didn't know how to react to well, that. I guess what I meant was, was he tall? I didn't, I didn't know him to be a tall you know dude. What? I honestly, I honestly don't know, but he looks tall how in the, the billboard is big boy. That's your next search. So there's me uh, being stupid. Is but it, he did that, lose, that guy's tall. He's in a billboard, but he lost like 500 points. Uh, oh yeah. Right? Like a, he like lost a crazy, crazy, crazy amount. amount. Yeah. 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 Is he still a popular disc jockey? Do people listen I to Big Boy? No. Have you ever heard anybody go, hey, on the Big Boy show this morning, blah, you know, fill in uh, the gap? No. I just know that one time I heard it in the car, and I've, I'm sure I've mentioned this before, but he spent five minutes talking about getting a bicycle up a flight of stairs or something. I was like, this is not entertainment. That's <laughs> <laughs> the show. <laughs> I know, but it was, it was. I know that you're now that you now that I hear what I I'm saying. About this like two weeks ago. You can't say that's not entertainment. We're, we're making a living talking about getting bikes into a house. But it, it wasn't in a funny way. It was, it was like that. It was like that Steve Harvey thing where he just kept saying the same thing over and over again, which is infuriating. Wait, that's something I do. Are you giving me fucking notes? <laughs> no, yeah. you know what I mean. Like Steve Harvey's style of comedy is someone says something funny and he repeats it. Yes. That is his agreed number one go to move as a comedian. Boy, we did we. Uh, it, it, we went on vacation this week, as we know. We'll get into that in more yeah. detail. But in the hotel, uh, at, at one at, at one specific hour, there was nothing on but Family Feud. Mm-hmm. And boy, does he that mug to the camera thing that everybody loves. Yes. But dude, let's let's uh, let's use those a little more sparingly. It's a garnish. It's not the it's not the main course, buddy. Y- yeah, but boy, oh boy, it's it's no matter what they say. He does the slow thing. He does the yeah. the, 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 the shuffle walk. Like, yeah, he's, yes. like, he's like about to fall down every time. Yeah. Every time. But he's is sometimes still funny. Hundred percent. That, that's why it's kind of crazy. Is because I love when he's just like it, he gets to a person and there's two strikes. He's like, I'm just gonna start walking this way now. <laughs> like, he's, like he's as he's right. as he's, he's like we asked a hundred people. I'm just gonna start walking. <laughs> like, he's like asking them as he backs away from them is so funny. Uh, I, I'm sure I've shared the story before on this program where the, and I will not divulge the city or the club, but I was at a club where Steve was a you know Steve was a headliner. Steve was a stand-up comedy headliner. Um, I, think, I think everyone knows that he was a huge. I, I mean, in clubs. Oh, gotcha. In clubs. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and never got laughs. What? Like, as a headliner, he was not great. What? He just had nothing but charm and charisma. Huh. And people loved him for that reason. So then he was on that Kings of Comedy, and yeah. at, it was him and Bernie Mac and... Um, Cedric. Cedric and maybe one more. D.L. Hughley. D.L. maybe, yeah. yeah. And Steve, because Steve was at the time the most well-known of, the, of these club guys that were going to do this theater tour. Mm-hmm. So Steve was headlining, and after, after a couple of shows, you know, Bernie's burying him. He's just fucking burying him. Right. And so Steve goes to this confidant, this club owner, who was a really sharp comedy mind. And he's like, I'm, and in a rare, uh, you know, uh, humility, uh, <laughs> uh, a, a moment of humility, humility, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> we'll put the pieces together. My, my, <laughs> you just lay them on the table. We'll put it My missing tooth is <laughs> my, my tongue's flying all over my face. I know. So he said, I don't know what to do. And she said she, to, to, to his face, well, Steve, you're not funny. You're really, really charming. Wow. So if I were you, I would make it 
it's it, you're you host it right. and you make it your night you're presenting these people yeah. and he's like that's the greatest idea so now uh, steve harvey goes out for 15 minutes yeah destroys because he just goes out and does the shuffle stare <laughs> does everything you love steve harvey yeah. for brings up these comics he's the hero he looks like a genius. yeah that's really yeah. smart that's so smart smart and so she basically saved his career because wow. had it continued uh-huh you know the reviews would have been and and you know that uh you know i remember reading i think it was in rolling stone where they talked about they were going to a small uh, city and people were buying new suits to go to the show. Like yeah. it was a big deal. Right. But that word gets out that you suck. It's over. It's over. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, that uh, that person saved Steve Harvey's career. That's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it's And that he took it. That he yeah, didn't, right. That, that his well, ego didn't go, fuck that, I'm Steve well, Harvey. It kind of tells you probably that that's how ambitious he was. Like he was, he was hungry enough for the success that he would basically subsume his ego for the sake of money and like that, that getting... said when you're getting buried by Bernie Mac <laughs> you know what but I mean? it like, wouldn't he's the best like Bernie Mac was one of the best there's at, and at that time yeah nobody was gonna follow Bernie Mac no nobody yeah it's crazy that he you know it, he may not have been the most famous one but like you just look at the the results and go after one night you go all right you have to close yeah uh, have you guys actually seen kings of comedy yet all the way through the whole thing the show the movie <laughs> i don't know what just happened what is going on <laughs> are you about to tell me steve harvey doesn't host that one <laughs> no no it's it's really i mean it's funny <laughs> i like how you guys have we seen it yet <laughs> wasn't it 25 years ago it came out like 20 yeah, years ago I mean, probably, you guys yeah. get an opportunity to get to get to that yet you know there's yeah. a lot in your queue it's it's really funny. it's good right yeah a lot of funny i think i, I, th- I think i, I watched think it at the time it's definitely probably canceled because of the language they use. But oh, yeah, it's yeah, still yeah, 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 funny yeah. as hell. Yeah. We watched, uh, by the way, the other uh, thing that came out at the middle of the night was uh, 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 Comics Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Like a 15-year-old Comics Unleashed. Whoa. And he was talking, uh, on the panel was um, Craig Gass, the guy that does the great impressions. Um, Sarah Tiana, Michael Collier, and uh, Fraser Smith. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're doing the thing, and it was the best. He turns to Fraser Smith and goes, uh, "So you're talking about global warming?" <laughs> <laughs> and you see Fraser try to then in his head, "How do I now get to the joke I'm supposed to do based on that awful setup, <laughs> which involves me talking about global? Like it, yeah. it just you just you just gave away the punch. Ruined. You just yeah. gave, and so oh, you see it. the spin and." Uh, <laughs> Oh my God! And Oliver, Oliver just couldn't stop laughing because he was. He goes, he did it. He did exactly what you guys always talk about. I can't believe that's still on the air. It was like it. Um, I mean, the guy owns his own channel. It, I guess he, he can put whatever he wants. On it, it. it may have been on the Weather Channel. Yeah, it, you know, it was in the middle of the night. Uh, I think it was at midnight on uh, Saturday night Damn. Uh, that it came on. We, um, uh, I, I guess, I just jumped to that real fast. We, my flight. Uh, on our flight to Chicago, seamless, no no problems whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Our flight coming back, we had a nine thirty, and I never do this. I never booked the last flight of the day because you're just asking for trouble. Um, it was at nine thirty on Saturday night, and, and the truth is, I, I that was the only one that my miles allowed me to take. Any, any of the other ones, my mile, I would not have had enough miles for the uh, for the trip. Mm-hmm. So we get to the airport, and there is a line that I'm going to guess people are going to wait four hours in to rebook a flight. Like the line is that long Yikes. for a customer. Uh-huh. And then you look at the board and it's all these red cancels. And I'm like, what the shit is going on? And they're all, it turns out they were all going through Dallas. I guess there was some weather in Dallas. And, uh, but whatever 
if you're going here, it was a connection through Dallas. If it's there, blah, 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 blah. So we get down, and I keep checking the app on time, on time, on time. We get down to our thing, and, and I said, Oliver, I just don't have a good feeling about this. Something's, something's up. And he's like, well, Dad, it says it's on time, and everybody's here. And, and so, uh, you know, the airport's basically empty. There's like, it's 930 night, all the, all the other flights, except for this long line for customer service. Mm-hmm. And... Um, 9.30 goes by, they haven't opened up the doors for, or, nine, or 8.55, they're not opening up the doors for boarding. Every 20 minutes, a, a, a rolling delay is what the gentleman behind me was, was saying. And so they kept pushing it back 20 minutes, 20 minutes. And they then gave an announcement. They said, uh, all right, here's the, you know, sorry for the delay. Uh, we're waiting on one, uh, we're waiting on two flight attendants. One's coming in from this flight, which lands at blah, blah, blah. And another one is uh, is based in Chicago, so we're waiting on uh, we're waiting on her. When they get here, we'll open up the doors. We're ready to go. Mm-hmm. And the guy behind us is talking to his daughters, and he's got an iPad, but he's he's connected to the American Airlines inner thing. Whoa! And and so Oliver and I surmised that he was a uh, a pilot or a former pilot, and he's mm-hmm. like, okay, so here, and he goes, oh, good news, bad news. <laughs> oh. He goes. Uh, the good news is uh, the one did show up. The bad news is I don't think that person's coming. Oh. And we hear that, and Oliver and I are like, what the shit? And he goes, oh, okay, oh, oh no, well, okay, hang on. They're gonna, they're, all right, they're asking, they're gonna ask somebody who, on a new flight, so, uh, which is at 1017. So now we're already, four, so that flight doesn't get in until 1017. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to leave at 930. So he goes up and he talks to the people, and he, goes, he comes back and he goes, yeah, they're gonna offer it to that woman but she can decline it right she does not have to take that because she's already worked all day why would she want to work the overnight flight yeah so he's like so i don't he's like talking to his daughters i don't know things is going to happen and um and meanwhile every flight attendant that's walking past us we think is this missing flight attendant yeah 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 and but it turns out two gates past us is the employee lounge so all these <laughs> flight attendants are walking right. past us we're like here she no and it was it was uplifting and heartbreaking, like almost like uh, uh, somebody kicks a soccer ball and you mm. think it's going to go in and it yeah, just misses yeah. every time. Right. Ugh. And again, the airport's getting emptier and emptier. And it's like, and, and so now it's, so, oh, so 1017 comes and goes. That woman declines. She doesn't want it. And they don't know what to do. There's five people at the thing, the pilots there, like nobody knows what to do. So then we're waiting and they keep calling the phones. So Oliver and I just happened to be near the gate when the phone rings and she goes, okay, and this is at a quarter to 11. They told us that we were going to take off at 11. Mm-hmm. Quarter to 11, uh, she's on the phone and she said, um, she goes, okay, all right, well, can you send some bodyguards down here because I'm going to need them. Oh, <laughs> no. And we're like, okay, it's, oh. we're, not, we're not flying. And all I was thinking the whole time was, A, that long line of people already at customer service and b here's another 300 people that will all need to be rebooked on other flights for sunday which are already booked to the gills because it's a sunday which means monday or even tuesday of all these 300 people trying to get flights and what ended up happening were and people still got mad at this which i i get it at the same time it's the best solution uh, hey, this flight isn't canceled. It's delayed until 1045 the next morning. Mm-hmm. So you you guys don't have to do anything. You right. just need to yeah. uh, accept, find a place to stay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so 
go down there uh, go down to k9 uh say hello to jim belushi go down to <laughs> uh, go to k5 go down to these other gates they will get you your hotels yeah. so the hotels were gone within seconds mm-hmm. and oliver and i were seventh maybe in line damn and so uh, and I, oh by the way i'm seventh in line but i'm about to be next here she goes hey they, we're opening up that uh kiosk go over there so we run over there and the guy goes, uh, okay, let's get you set up here. And he's typing away. A guy named William, he's typing away. And he goes, all right, there you go. And he hands me two paper boarding passes. Mm-hmm. And I go, uh, what, what are these? And he goes, oh, those are your boarding passes for tomorrow. And I go, I have boarding passes. <laughs> I came down here to get a hotel. And he goes, oh, there's no more hotels. Ugh. I go, well, couldn't, but maybe you guys should make an announcement. That there's no. And I got irrationally mad at William. Mm-hmm. Not his fault. Mm-hmm. I got irrationally mad at him. At the same time, I'm mad at everybody else losing their temper. And now I'm losing mine. Yeah. Um, and so the, he goes, just go, go to the Hilton. It's, it's right downstairs, you know, the, the, the airport Hilton, mm-hmm. go to the Hilton, they'll get your room. And I, and I said, well, can't you just do that? Is, I thought that's what I was coming to you for. <laughs> right. And he's like, the, our allotted rooms are gone, uh, but they might have some rooms. So go check it out. So Oliver and I, so wait, they're not, that means they're not paying for those. They're going to reimburse you. Okay. Uh, and if anybody in this room knows how I can contact American Airlines to do that, please <laughs> let me know. Oh, no. Because I go to their website and that's a labyrinth of uh, sure. of uh, nothing. They don't want to They don't want to do that. You. They don't <laughs> want to do that. So we run to the Hilton. This is now midnight. Run to the Hilton. <laughs> <laughs> we run down there, get into the lobby. Uh, it's a ghost town except for three people behind the counter and I was like do you have any rooms she goes we have three left wow. and I said how much 260 plus tax give it to us I don't get she could have said $9,000 <laughs> I'm not sleeping on a fucking uh, floor in the airport yeah no, you don't want to do that and uh, so we got in there uh, and then got up the next day went everything was mm-hmm. oh no so we get to the airport the next morning this is Sunday morning now and again the second we didn't have to find new flights mm-hmm. The, the stress is gone. Yeah. You know, that, that, that that's that's what stresses me out because yeah. I know yeah. how difficult that is based on when I was stuck in uh, Dallas for those few days mm-hmm. of you're not going to just get booked to the next flight. This isn't 1984. Yeah. This is now where it you might not get on a flight till Thursday. Like, it's yeah. that bad. Right. Um, <laughs> so we... We get to the airport early because it's one of those things where it's like, well, we probably should leave. You know, the flight leaves at 1045. They're going to board at 10. We probably should get there a couple hours early. It's a one minute walk from the hotel. <laughs> right, you're there already. We're there. Yeah. So we're there. We literally go up. Oh, OK, now we're here two and a half hours early. So we go. So we get we actually we got there at eight, um, eight twenty. We go to the Admirals Club, uh, the, uh, you know, the airport lounge. And mm-hmm. we're in there. And and I, I just refresh my app and it says. Flight 374, now leaving at 8.38. You're moving it up two hours? What the hell? And Oliver, and I, I go, shoot, geez. And he goes, what? what? And I go, and I, I said, look at the board. And so we go look at the screen. Now leaving 8.38. It's 8.31 or something. What the hell? And so we grab, you know, we're upstairs at the end. We got to take an elevator. Yeah. Run through the air. Run through the port. <laughs> Running through the airport. I got a kid with a broken arm. Yeah. We're trying to run through, navigate. We get there at the same time as maybe five other people running All panic. with fear and yeah. panic. And what's going on? What? And then this one woman who she had, and we knew her from the night before. Uh, she's in a wheelchair and she's like, she goes, they just said it was 838. And it, but nobody's here. And I go, well, is there, there's not even a plane here. Did a plane already leave? No, a plane never came. And we're like, what? So why are we all? And then another guy, what the fuck's going on? Everybody's panicked. 
go to customer service that their advice was don't look at the app all right so we stopped looking at the app yes. uh 10 was fine but the board are, are also said it didn't it? uh the board also said 838 but now the board was switched back to 10 45 but it was a that's unnecessary stress unnecessary stress and literally running yeah. a uh, a uh, you know a 3k yeah through an airport right. at ready go can i make a suggestion to the airlines yeah sure uh, I don't know if this technology really exists yet, but, uh, you know, when Han Solo was put in carbon freeze, yes. can we just all be put in carbon freeze and then loaded onto a plane and just yeah. sent wherever we're supposed to go? Wouldn't that be nice? And then when you get there, they thaw you out and it's like, cool, I didn't have to deal with any of that. And also you don't need flight attendants. You don't need the food. It's cheaper. You can get more people on a plane. Yeah. Right. Cause you just load it. You just uh, pile load them up. in there. Yeah. It's just flapjack style. Yeah. And then like somehow the carbon brick has a thing that attaches your luggage to it so you don't lose your luggage you stay with your luggage the whole time just load us up like cargo and get us where we want to go love it i don't want to be aware of it i don't want to be conscious it is the it's uh it's you know it's like oliver was exhausted yesterday yeah and and danielle's like boy you're really tired he goes mom it was really stressful yeah and it is because you just don't know like or, you know, and I, I can't call my dad at midnight and go, Dad, you, you know, right. can you come and get us at the airport? Right. You know, he's a 78 year old man who went to bed at 10, you know, at <laughs> nine or whatever yeah. the shit. So um, the one thing I, that I left out was so that pilot guy that was talking to his daughters. So we're, we're at the we're at the gate now waiting to get on at 1045 and mm-hmm. we're looking around. We're seeing all the regular people. What one woman who, you know, everything bothered her. She was, you know, <laughs> just had no. No patience for any of the problems that happened. Can you imagine what a great song Billy Joel could write about this this whole situation? Oh, and you know what? There's a piano right there at the there uh, you go. Uh, at, at the at the piano bar in, mm-hmm. in the American Airlines. So yeah. uh, could have just banged it out. Oh, he would have been great. <laughs> so uh, Bill was a pilot for many years. Now he's traveling with his girls. <laughs> I, I, I hate to, keyboard. I hate to interrupt with this pedantic piece of bullshit, but it's the Admiral's Lounge right at the airport. Is that what I? The Admiral's Club. Admiral's, Admiral's Club. Club. Yeah. Yeah. I, right. Yes. Thank you. Admiral boat. Yeah. Boat. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Apparently, there's also admirals in commercial air life. Air life. I, like I, I they're they're have must, to assume. right. I mean, they can't be that wrong. They can't be wrong for 50 years. Right. I right? mean, either that or or they're like they're like trying to show up the navy and like yeah, we got a lounge for you. You can wait for a plane where we're gonna fly. Yeah, we're gonna fly. Or do you want to float there? Do you think they were talking to Davy? He's, well, he's in the Navy and probably will be a lot. But not an admiral. That's me on keys. So we're wait. We're, we're oh, there's that person. There's yeah. there. There's that uh, lunatic. There's that person. There's this. Mm-hmm. And then Oliver goes, but, but where's the pilot and the daughters? I go, yeah, where's the, where's, 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 where's pilot and the daughters? And I'm not shitting. Like out of fucking thin air right behind us. <laughs> <laughs> and Oliver. So so you say you say it and because uh, you're me and, yeah. I, and I'll be Oliver. Where's the wait? What, what do I say? Uh, yeah, where are the pilot and his daughters? Oh yeah, where are the pilot and his daughters? <laughs> <laughs> because they were they they like came out of nowhere, and uh-huh. Oliver goes, "It's like Beetlejuice." <laughs> <laughs> and so the literally as Oliver goes, "That's Beetlejuice." The pilot said, "Hey, you two look familiar." And it's like, "Yeah, how'd you have a good night?" We talked about what he he spent six hundred bucks on a hotel. Jeez. And he and and I said, "Hey, so I I said yeah, I said we actually were eavesdropping." on you last night as you had your thing out i said are you a former pilot and he goes i actually i'm a working pilot i work for american airlines mm-hmm. so i'm connected to the thing and i said I, as i gotta tell you you having that took away a lot of the stress that i would have had 
had I not had that mm-hmm. inside information. So thank you for allowing us to stand near you. <laughs> and um, uh, and then we actually told him about how we were, we were looking. I said, where's that guy? So we get the, <laughs> and then you just showed up out of nowhere. And um, I said, where did you stay? And he said, oh, we were at the Sheridan. He's like, what did you pay? I said, 260. He goes, oh, geez, we paid 490 or something. He said, but we're going to get reimbursed. He goes, do you know how to do that? I go, you work for American Airlines. <laughs> yeah, if he doesn't know, I know right? it doesn't exist. It's it was, not real. Um, so we, then we got on the plane. Last, last thing about it, we got on the plane and then the pilot said, uh, you know, welcome aboard, everybody. Everything's all buttoned up up here. Boy, they love the word button. They love saying buttoned up. Uh, everything's all buttoned up up here. Uh, a lot of familiar faces from last night. Uh, before we get, uh, what can I say about that other than it was nothing short of a disaster? No. He goes, that's the only word to describe it. It was, folks, it was an absolute disaster. I don't know why that happened. My sincerest apologies, but we're going to get you out of here and get you to LAX as quickly as possible. And it was so like when the pilot is that effing honest yeah, about it, it's wow. like, you know, it was a shit storm. Oops. I, so. hope, he, I hope he got reimbursed at least. <laughs> I think he probably got one of those hotels that were. Or do you uh, think there's a secret uh, bedroom in the. Oh, there's got to be. Or in the uh, in, in their lounge. Yeah. Oh, oh there's got to be. Yeah, uh, there's got to be for the flight attendants that we saw walking past. I would hope so. Yeah. Right. Because they're not hanging out with the trash like us. At least no. some cots or something. Yeah. I got it. One of those I, tubes. Thank God. I, yeah, I thought he was going to say cocks. And I was so like, I don't even get it. But <laughs> then you finish with cots. So it's me talking out loud right now doesn't matter at all. Uh, I mean, that, that also is the whole show. Yeah, that's another point. <laughs> so. Uh, so big boy sucks. That's what we learned today. Um, six two, by the way. What's that? He's six two. Oh, so oh, he's tall. God. So big boy is a I'll say it. A big boy. A, a big boy. <laughs> um, uh, as is my uh, as is my son, according to uh, relatives that haven't seen him in eight years. Oh mm-hmm. boy, it's like he's going into high school, guys. <laughs> Such a big boy. Such a big boy. It's like yeah. Uh, I think that happened once, to be honest. With right. But, uh, but it felt like a thousand times. It did because you feel <laughs> you feel for the kid who. Look, he's uh, he's my kid, so he's not the tallest. So, you know they. Even they, they in their head they know he's 13 going into high school but he's that height so right you can't help but but uh, yeah, old people do that anyway like yeah. they just always miss the mark on talking to a, anyone under the age of 20 in the at the level that there's unless it's like they either do it like that like they talk to them like they're younger than they are or they're crazy and they talk to them like adults which isn't appropriate either <laughs> right. and it's like what's wrong with you you don't understand children uh by the way my cousin scott shared a story with me uh that i did not know my dad had a nice barbecue on saturday afternoon which was really really nice mm-hmm. i saw some cousins and aunts and stuff that i haven't seen in a lot of years um but apparently he asked he was having a, he was sleeping over at my grandparents my uh, sol and katie and he asked my grandfather what uh and I don't even know why he would. What, why do you go to your grandfather for this? But he was he was like thirteen or fourteen, and he said, "What is Greek style?" Oh boy! When it comes to sex, what the? Would you ever ask a grandparent <laughs> that? And he and he, it's got to be like he goes, "I just don't know." It came up, it came up like on the movie or something. So I thought I would ask. <laughs> and he crazy. said. And at the, at the same time that Grandpa was answering, Grandma walked in and said, Sal, what are you talking about? Mm-hmm. And my Grandpa's explanation was, well, sometimes, again, this is an old Italian dude. Sometimes the man still wants to have sex while the woman is pregnant. <laughs> That's all he said? That's, that was the explanation. Huh. That was I the mean, explanation. I mean, we get it. This is the first I'm hearing of the phrase Greek style, by the way. Is I, that right? I've never heard that. 
Oh, yeah. The, uh, Does that mean in the butt? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. I've never heard it called that, but I, I, I mean, once once it was said for some reason, I'm like, oh, I, I'm pretty sure I know what that means. Now, that said, you know, maybe this is one of those Chicago things that I think everybody in the world knows about. I mean, I don't think my dad ever said that, but I never had the opportunity to ask him. Garen Cockrell, are you, uh, are you Googling this? Uh, yeah, it, it's that. <laughs> Wait, have, did, were you familiar with that phrase? No, I've never heard that before. This no, may it, be a, a, a Chicago colloquialism. Well, it says, one of these on Urban Dictionary says it originates from South Australia, but they mm. all mean the same thing. Some of them have a bisexual threesome involved. Some of them have just it's gay sex. Some of them have squill shows up in this thing for some, oh that's the word of the day squill yeah i think that's that dj guy yeah <laughs> uh squillix giving yeah. anal to your partner yeah it's yeah it's I, anal I, yeah it, i've huh. never heard of it we i heard it that way my entire I, I, maybe it's again maybe it's local to chicago but uh but your cousin said it was in a movie that's yeah a, or, or whatever wherever he heard it you know maybe maybe, maybe he blamed it on a movie and it was a friend that said it and i, I don't know didn't didn't want to get called i on mean it. right yeah, he, he might have just again. Been. But even if it is, is, is you asking you going to your grandfather for that? <laughs> I would have loved it if your grandfather said, "Well, sometimes when the wife is pregnant, the man still wants to have sex." And he said, "No, I meant a Greek salad." I'm what is that? <laughs> what is a Greek style salad? Greek salad. Like, what are the ingredients on that? I'm, I'm in the kitchen over How is lettuce. That different than Italian. <laughs> um, yeah, very. Uh, uh, yeah, it's uh, just sharing stories about our. Uh, That's crazy. Our grandparents and I, and I just kept saying, well, "Why would you go to grandma?" And then I'm also now going to be hung up for the for the rest of my life about the fact that your grandfather thought you couldn't have sex with a pregnant woman, which you can. Uh, I think maybe that was his maybe his um, his way my, of explaining way it. of explaining it. <laughs> okay. That's my guess. Um, apparently, my grandfather was a very smart, very sharp guy. He knew the stock market. He he knew he was an accountant, that. wasn't he? He was the guy for uh, Capone. Yeah, yeah, Sal Salvador Pardo. Hmm. Gangster, that's hmm. a good name. Yeah. Great name, right? Yeah. Saul Pardo, are you kidding me? That guy doesn't uh, reveal your books. No, they're, they're the first. Uh, first, they're, they're, you're the first guy they come for. When the cops come, they come for the account. Yeah, so you got to have a strong-willed person who's not gonna. Yeah, that's why he left. That's why he ran from the mob. He's still on the run. They don't know where he's at. H- have we had this conversation before? Probably. The mob comes to you and says, uh, "I want you to do something for me." Uh, do you do you say no? Because do I? Yeah. Do you say no because you know that's terrible, or are you so afraid that you go ahead and you get uh, sucked in? And, well, what what are they asking me to do? Uh, well, I mean, you're a comedian, so uh, you've got to do comedy at the uh, mob benefit uh, every year. <laughs> the, the mob charity event. Yeah, I, I'm sure uh, that's probably money actually for a thing. Mob. Oh, it probably is because then they are they're able to launder the money. We're just taking care of the neighborhood. Uh, do I do that? Do I do? Am I Urkel? <laughs> do I do that? Um, so Jimmy Potter. That's a good question. Uh, please, because please stop doing the character. <laughs> what's what's wrong with his character? I don't understand what the problem is. If anything, it's, it's more Jewish than Italian. I think that's uh, there's, there's Jewish people in the mob. Not this one. You're talking about I'm, I'm the, uh, this well, there's Jewish mob. people in the Italian mob. Well, now that you say that, Jimmy, I do have to ask. It's interesting that your grandfather's name was Salvador. Yeah. And but you called him Saul, not Sal. Not Sal. 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 Uh, oh, okay, gotcha. But the Chicago accent was Sal. It, Sal. Yeah, it sounded like you were saying Saul, and it was confusing to me. Not Saul. Sal. 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 Like Chicago. Oh yeah. Chicago. Sal. Chicago. Sal. So it's Saul. It's it's Sal. Sal. Salvador. It was Sal. Yeah. Salvador Pardo. 
Uh, sal is also uh, that's Spanish for salt. Oh, thank you. They just took the tea off. <laughs> uh, now, is a guy that uses that uh, probiotics, what's the name of that app that used? Duolingo. 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 <laughs> uh, they just went public. Did you, uh, yeah. did you really? invest? No, I, no didn't I, didn't, I didn't know about it until after it happened. What's it going for? What's the uh, current uh, market I'm price sure. I on think that? I think it did well, though. I think they but, I mean, so they did well in the pandemic, and they were doing okay, but now but will that, that continue? Will that continue? That, yeah, I don't know. People need to learn languages. <laughs> See, it's a global world. <laughs> it's a global not, not world. How do we get that fucking wall built, buddy? <sighs> we'll, need, we'll need to know one language and one language only if we build that wall. That's Shares binary. closed up to 36% at 139.01 a piece. Boy, that seems high. That's higher than like American Airlines at the moment. But American must have split at some point over the years, I mean, many times. Yeah, probably. That's a good point. Uh, it, it, yeah, I don't know. It's such a specialized thing. Mm-hmm. Do we really think that more and more people will start wanting to learn no. other languages? No, I don't. I don't either. No, I think no. I think uh, Elliot's point. I think the, I think that I think it peaked in the in the. That's pandemic. why the office had that. It's, it's the office all over. You know, the pandemic. Yeah. All yeah. these things had these. Right. Um, well, no, the office is forever. That's never going to stop being popular. If I know anything, I know that TV shows <laughs> become popular and stay popular for the rest of time. Yep. <laughs> it's. He's never going to stop being the juice. <laughs> That's an example. People will still quote that. That's, uh, People meaning you. <laughs> Oliver and I love it. We do it constantly. We, do, yeah. we, we also do the, uh, your Uncle Juice is a good man. <laughs> Nobody knows what you're talking about. Why are you looking around? Did Oliver even watch that thing? No, we watched the clip. Just the clip. The, yeah. the, uh, the, the, the montage of, yeah. uh, of him saying that. Um, the, uh, I want to hear about everybody's vacations, but I will also tell you that we went to... Um, to the White Sox game on Friday. Got yourself a new T-shirt. Got a new T-shirt. Yeah, very excited oh, yeah. about it. I like yeah. it. And uh, so on Monday, we left on Tuesday. On Monday, I get a text from our friend Jason Benetti saying, "Jimmy, uh, this is Sheena. She's uh, with PR uh, uh, with, with the White Sox. She has your tickets, and also a nice surprise to welcome you back into the ballpark." I'm like, "Oh, that's great. You know, I wonder what's." Uh, Maybe it's this shirt. Maybe what is it? <laughs> and she and I wrote back, "Hey Sheena, nice to meet you. I look forward to uh, you know to meeting you at the at the game." Um, and I'm very excited about this surprise or whatever. And she wrote back, "Get your pitching arm ready." Oh my God! Throw out the first pitch again. What? Got, Wait, what now? I got to throw out the first pitch again. You just spent 20 minutes talking about an airport situation? Yeah. And then you got this one in the hopper? Yes. Come on. Yes. Wow. At the White Sox. Yes. Unreal. So how, so, so how does this go down? Here's how it goes. To, so on. Should we take a break before? Because we, we need to take a break. You want to take a break here? Sure. We have to take two breaks. Yeah, we do. Uh, all right. We'll take a break. We'll come back right after this. Listen, I've been a broken record on Factor Meals. As I mentioned on the last episode, even my doctor knows that I eat the Factor Meals. <laughs> That's right. Uh, you're, you're actually not only reading the ads that go in the show, but you're advertising in doctor's offices for Factor now. That's exactly right. I'm the Muzak of Factor. <laughs> I'm going from... And I appreciate uh, it. I'm uh, more than happy to do it. Now, these things are ready in just two minutes. They've got over 35 different options to choose from every week. they got the Calorie Smart Protein Plus... Uh, various different meals. I uh, just this way this morning. I had to pick my meals for next week. You pick you pick a week in advance. Yep. And uh, you know what? I decided to give myself a little treat. I got the filet mignon. Yum. Which is uh, it's a little extra to get that. Right. And I'm allowing myself that maybe every six weeks or something. Get you know what? It's Why nice. not? Yeah. Treat yourself. You you've earned it, Jimmy. I have earned it. I'll tell you something. It is delicious. Yeah. I got to try that. Oh, I haven't had that one. They do a great job. I, uh, the other day I had the uh, what is it the uh, 
Spanish lime chicken or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. That was a spicy lime chicken, whatever that whatever that one is, yeah. was delicious. I love the shredded taco, chicken taco thing that mm-hmm. they do. Uh, again, I've not I've not had a bad factor. Yeah, and I've said this before, like a lot of these things, because I get a lot of the like, uh, you know, low carb ones, and I find that that's great with uh, if you want to get like a, a low carb tortilla, and you you can put it in there and make it into a, a wrap or a tortilla type situation, or some uh, sweet potato chips, and you kind of use like the queso, the chili queso, whatever. Mm. Uh, that's just. I, I like doing my own thing with it. You can sort of uh, use their what they give you as a base and then uh, do what you want with the it. The factor is there for a base. You heard it from Matt Belknap. Now, head to factormeals.com slash part 050. Use code part 050. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off. Uh, we really wish I would have said zero there. Uh, that is code part 050 at factormeals.com slash part 050 to get 50% off. That's 50% off. F-A-C-T-O-R-M-E-A-L-S dot com slash P-A-R-D-O five zero and use code PARDO five zero to get 50% off. Factor! That's a good meal. Matt Belknap, I want you to spring forward with a new hiring partner, ZipRecruiter. Zip, zip. And find top talent sooner. See why four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Go to this exclusive web address. Web address. <laughs> to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. That is ZipRecruiter.com slash Pardo. ZipRecruiter is the way to go. Uh, look, you, you set your clocks forward. You, uh, you feel like there's more hours in the day. But if you're hiring, you, uh, you don't have that kind of time. You get crunch time. ZipRecruiter fills those hours for you. No one wants to waste time with hiring. That doesn't sound fun. That's just like a, a, a chore that you have to get through. I've got need. other things to do. Right. Let me do my actual job instead of trying to find someone else to work if for If that me. jerk didn't quit, I wouldn't be doing right. this. I'd like to see Elliot hire someone as his like building managing manager assistant, assistant to the building manager. Somebody over at the familiar. Yeah, to deal with these broken chairs and all this. There's, there's, a, there's a wave of looting and rioting in that building. That, Something's gone. <laughs> well, you know why, right? Yeah, the manager. Yeah, manager. Yeah, <laughs> that's uh, why he needs an assistant uh, who would take it seriously. Yeah. Uh, visit ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com/slash/pardo to try ZipRecruiter for free. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. Hey everybody, welcome back to the program 2824 of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny. I was uh, teeing up the story of going to the White Sox game on Friday. Uh, see my Chicago White Sox play against the Cleveland Indians, soon to be the Cleveland Guardians. A lot yeah. of people are very upset about that. Uh, I love the logo. I love the font. Do you really? Font. I, do. I do. Yeah. I, I got to like tell it. you this. I saw the greatest joke, I'm going to say, in the history of Twitter. Yeah. Uh, somebody somebody tweeted that picture of the ball with the G's yeah. next to it. Uh, fuck it. Just use Greg's fantasy baseball logo. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And I, because I think it looks amateur and horrible. Oh, man. oh wow. And I you disagree. guys love it, huh? I, I, I like it. And I like the story because. Me too. Oh, I love the that, story. Th- there's the bridge with, love the, it. with the traffic yeah. guardians, I guess. But I, why are you taking the Iggy's away from me? <laughs> it, you could still have your shirt, sir. It's, it's, it's history. Yes, and history changes. You're changing things that I don't pay attention to in the first place. (laughs) (laughs) You fucking idiots. Uh, Around that same time, I was researching something, and it turns out like the first uh, commercially available retail automobile was made in Cleveland in in, in the United States. What was the name of the car? It was the Winton. So why not the Wintons? Call them the Cleveland Wintons. I thought you were going to say it was called the Guardian. Yeah, I, I, I guess I, oh. I guess I thought that's why. That yeah, was unfor- up to, to be unfortunately, that's uh, but but that's the reason why that whole you know Guardians of Traffic 
thing kind of connected for me oh, I see. because then you would have traffic because you I look it. it's my th- it's my third of the three that they came down to of the rockers the spiders and the guardians guardians is my third choice yeah, spiders should be like colorado no a spider well it was, I, if i'm not mistaken it was a uh, negro league oh interesting no, the cool. cleveland spiders i, I believe oh. were in negro league i believe okay. i Fair could be enough. wrong about that but rockers are great because of the rock and roll hall of fame sure <laughs> so is that great <laughs> Yeah, it's Cleveland Rocket. That's where the, the Rocket well, Hall of Fame is. I know. I, I understand that, but it just makes me think of John Rocker uh, I think and that, the Rockies. I think that's why it wasn't chosen, by the way. I think oh, the really? John Rocker thing played into it. Like, Interesting. That guy's a yeah. racist. But it's also too close to Rockies. It is close to Rockies. That's all awkward. Um, but I like that. I, like, I, do, I do like it. <laughs> just to remind me, we were watching uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine last night, and uh, Andre Brower, so funny on that show, he... <laughs> He's like, they were talking about, um, oh, who was, oh, he he was saying something about like rock and roll and you're like, oh, we're going to have Barbara Streisand out there singing. And, and, and they're like, sir, Barbara Streisand's not rock. And he's like, it's singing in English. That's rock and roll. (laughs) 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 So good. (laughs) But let's, we all agree. It's not rock and roll, right? Here here on the show. It's absolutely not rock and roll. Uh, Garen, you got any of that? The Cleveland Spiders are they? A, they are not. What are they? They they were just a uh, they were the team in the eighteen hundreds. Oh, they were the original team name. Yeah, they were also called the yeah. Forest Cities and Blues. Yeah, that Cleveland Blues is great. I don't know why they didn't use that. There, there were a couple other yeah. names that the team used to use that I was like, why not just one of those old ones? Like, I guess well, I guess I I, I guess I thought the Spiders were the, right, the but right. it turns out it was that. I, I think the Spiders. I mean, just the the. Speaking of logos and, and yeah. merchandise, mm-hmm. and uh, we look. I, I agree. Also, yeah. I, I like the idea of spiders. There's something, <laughs> something really cool about that being a team. Got a, lot of, a lot of gloves. It's, it's po- yeah, also right? cool. got eight of them. Mm-hmm. It's cool because it's like kind of well, seven. Novel. Got a throw. Like, I can't think of a a professional team called the Spiders, but it's a good name for. It's like, it's very minor league sounding. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. You could but, see a minor league team having a crazy. And you're right, Deli. It's seven seven gloves because mm-hmm. one one you have to throw unless. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Unless you're one of those guys that has eight, and then you just throw it off, and then you throw it, and you put it back on. Uh, you know, one of those guys. <laughs> that guy with one doesn't, hand? doesn't exist. Well, remember Jim? Uh, yeah, the, that guy who had a... Uh, Jim a, Abbott. A stump? Yeah, and he would keep his... Uh, he would, keep, he would his, keep his glove on the stump. On the stump, throw, and then throw the glove, then yeah. transfer the glove to his hand right. to catch. Buckeyes is the... <clears throat> the Cleveland Buckeyes were the Negro League baseball ah, team. Thank you very much, Gary. That's good. Thank too. you very much. I, I think Blues probably didn't work because there's St. Louis Blues in hockey. Hockey, yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, anyway, they went with the Guardians. Sounds like you guys like the logo a little bit more than I do. At, uh, I admit, I only saw it in the video that that they made the, the Tom Hanks the Tom uh, Hanks narration thing. Yeah. So that that definitely sells it a little bit it more. It looks it, to to the point of the joke that I quoted. It looks like a fantasy baseball logo. It looks yeah. like something like. You, you take your ball and then you put your G's next to it. But the but the font, I love the font. It's it's very Makita drill font. But uh, is it, it Makita or the the, the other one? Or, uh, yeah. Milwaukee. 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 Yeah, 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 yeah. Thank you. Yeah. But the font's very similar to the Indians font that they currently have. Yeah. Uh, yeah and that's the great. I A N S is. Yeah. They they're going to keep that part of it. Oh, thank God. Yeah. <laughs> so they, so, so it's, gar- they, it's Guardians. Indians. <laughs> so when they take it off of the stadium, they just leave those two letters. Oh, yeah. They're going to keep those and they're going to replace the other ones. That just saves money. That just, yeah. uh, That's just smart. That had to play into it. It's a business decision. Right. I mean. And again, I, no. if you don't understand why they're changing their name, uh, read a fucking book. Join us in this century. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. So we go to the game and um, I, I meet this uh, Sheena uh, that uh, Jason, uh, you know, the plan was that we'd get there. We'd go up and say hello to Jason. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's my dad and my bro- uh, my son, Oliver, and I. 
and uh, I just said my brother was just the three of us, mm-hmm. and uh, Oliver, my dad, and uh, and myself. And we, uh, we go, we uh, we go up, we say hello to Jason, a little chit chat with him. Um, he like Ellis Paul shared with these like he goes he goes not a day goes by that somebody doesn't mention never not funny to me oh, my wow. appearance is on there oh my god he goes that's really cool and um he, and he's just so good at his job and because yeah. we while we were up in the booth uh they had to do their pre-tape of you know the uh what's going to happen on the game today what pitchers are going what to expect from the game and just watching them do it and then you know just like anything where you know they screw something up they got to do it again and they laugh at each other for screwing it up and Mm -hmm. um but he is just so effing good he's such a good broadcaster and um uh so we did that and then it was time to go down to the field and uh it was elvis night oh um so uh there was uh, all elvis music being played um, and I will say this in 2021, it may be time to retire Elvis Knight. <laughs> it, uh, I don't think young people know who that is. Why, why? Or if they do, they don't, they, they actively don't care. If you, if you're trying to attract a younger audience, yeah. it, it, you know, Elvis Knight isn't the way to do it. How about it's, Abba Knight? The, the, the youths like, I mean, if you're going to go that, if you're going to go that, that era, if you're going to go that era, I think Abba is a better choice than Elvis. I mean, that. It's not the same era. I mean, he, he was technically alive when Abba was active, but uh, sorry, I, I feel like you got eye whiplash. I, I'm here's a, I'm very conflicted because when I was ranting about this to my father and son, yeah, I said Abba as well. Oh wow! What? And then immediately went, why would it be them? Because <laughs> they're fun and there's been movies. Yes, I don't disagree with you, but at the same time, I don't think. It brings. See, here's the problem too. With Comis- with with the White Sox, you have Comiskey Park history and you have disco demolition. So you can't really do a disco themed because it brings back memories of that and mm-hmm. the, I mean, the new versions of people seeing racism in that that was never there. So you see okay. that. I mean, you, you could so you, you could argue that that it would be a way to kind of heal that, perhaps. You could, but I think. Are it you would, really going to double down on Abba Night? <laughs> it can't be Abba Night, dude. It can't be. They weren't. Be, no, they weren't big enough. Also, they weren't I, Elvis. That was the fucking king. The premise was no one knows who Elvis is. So why only update it by like ten or fifteen years? Why not? Well, like bring I say, it because to this well, the movies. To his for argument and 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 to defend me for saying yeah. this as well, the movies did bring them back into the zeitgeist. And the, right. the youths are definitely like into Abba. They may know. That, to his point, they, younger people would certainly know Abba because of those movies more than they would Elvis. Because yeah. there's not been a there's not been a vat for Elvis really. But Elvis Knight, and again, if Sheena, if you're hearing this, and, and if Elvis Knight is still your decision i apologize uh but it again it may be time to retire because i remember in the old days you'd go to elvis night 50 percent of the people are dressed as elvis yeah <laughs> this time 10 percent. i'm also that still seems high i guess i'm a little confused because i don't know like was this happening across the country no 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 i think individual ballparks do these theme nights right and- but so but like what is the why chicago why elvis with chicago why not a blues guy who is has a crazy history with or, the city. or i don't know chicago <laughs> yeah <laughs> sure chicago, sticks cheap trick yeah again because you know elvis i'll tell you what because you can put the fucking glasses on you can yeah, put the sideburns yeah, on true. guys walk around in jumpsuits yeah it's look again if it didn't have that connection to, to steve doll and disco demolition disco night would be fun because then mm-hmm. you could still wear right, crazy right. old costumes and yeah. stuff like that it's all 80s night now here in LA, the Dodgers have Star Wars night. Right. Uh, and that's fun because we make movies in Hollywood. <laughs> and so we're sharing with the, sure. we're sharing our culture 
with the t- the visiting team and whoever may sure. be watching or visiting. The I would ballpark. argue Star Wars Night would go over bigger even in Chicago than Elvis Night would. Yeah, I mean, I think I think that's what I'm piecing together is that Elvis was not specific to Memphis. At a certain point, he was just a global. Obviously, oh, I know he was a global star, but I I guess what I didn't understand is like it seems like a theme night should be tied to the city or the franchise in some way. I don't disagree with anything you're saying. Yeah. Again, I'm the guy that suggested time to retire Elvis night. You could do Blues Brothers night. You put on the glasses and the if, hat. If I see the Blues Brothers, and I love the, the No, no, Blues I, that's, and I, I, I hate, I think it's a bad idea too, but that at least would make sense. It would be uh, a, a little more timely. Maybe they do that at the, they with the Cubs. Do, they, probably, they probably do it anyway on some other <laughs> night. Maybe tonight's Blues Brothers night. I don't know. Right. There's no game tonight as we record. I don't want anybody to go, well, technically there's no, there's no game on Monday night, you idiot. Um, I will tell you this. So, uh, all right. So we go down to the field and, uh, be, so you throw out the first pitch after the national anthem, but before the national anthem, uh, look to the sky, the flying Elvi are coming down oh, three boy. guys in Elvis outfits parachuting down, uh-huh. which you go, Oh, here they come. And you think it'd be nothing. I'm not gonna lie. I don't, the word exhilarating is the wrong word. Uh-huh. I had emotions I've never felt before <laughs> watching these three fucking guys what? come down in parachutes and land on a target in center field. It was unbelievable. Wow. So exciting. Um, maybe it's because it's in person. Maybe because it's per- in person. Right. It, there was something. It just was like seeing them be a little dot up in the sky, mm. getting closer, closer, and then maneuvering. Yeah. And then literally hitting their effing target yeah. was so cool. Uh, then the national anthem. Then it's time to throw the first pitch. Uh, the first guy that went out before me was uh, somebody. Uh, you know, there's always a sponsor that does it as well. They throw the. You know, the, here's the CEO from Beggar's Pizza because they you know spent fifty thousand dollars. Yeah. So he went out there, and he was an older gentleman, and he he stood in front of the mound, and because of COVID, you don't throw to a baseball player. Uh, when I threw it in 2012, I threw to a guy named John Danks, who was a pitcher for the White Sox. Um, who to this day I'm still amazed that uh, the, the the man who stood next to me for a photograph was a human being because he was just just a, a, a walking muscle yeah and 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 literally 30 years my junior but more of a man than I've ever been in my life <laughs> so uh, uh, so they say you don't you, you throw to uh, Southpaw who is their mascot okay and you know it's a dude in a you know a, a, a mask and mm-hmm. you know fuzzy hands <laughs> and uh and a uh, gold jacket because it's elvis night mm-hmm. so he he crouched in front of home plate in front of the you know how there's dirt around home plate yeah. so he crouched in front of that dirt so he's on the grass and this older gentleman's also on the grass so the guy's throwing it maybe 15 feet oh, um wow Okay. And maybe 25. I don't know. Yeah. Didn't get a tape measure out there. <laughs> so he just lobs it in there. Hey, thank you to the guy from Beggar's Pizza. He does a great job. So okay. then then they very nicely, you know, uh, now please welcome stand-up comedian, host of the award-winning podcast, Never Not Funny, Jimmy Pardo. Oh, my God. And so I go out there. And, and the one thing I learned from the first time was soak it in a little bit. You know yeah. what I mean? Don't, don't, there's no reason to rush this. Yeah, yeah. So uh, I did 10 minutes of comedy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, I just went out and, uh, you know, I just waved a little bit. And I looked right. up at Jason, gave him a wave up in the booth. Mm-hmm. And um, so I went to the mound. Oh, I should tell you this. So this all went down on Monday, as I said, before we traveled. And it's like, I haven't thrown a ball. <laughs> right. In, yeah. Last time you had time to prep. I had like a little time to prep. You knew it was happening and you practiced yeah. everything. Yeah, yeah. So on Thursday, uh, Oliver and my dad, that, that was Grandpa Oliver Day, and they went and I, and I went and visited some friends. I, got, I saw a friend of the show, Bill Leff, mm-hmm. and a friend of the show, Brian Newton, and my friend Chris Barr, and it was great. So um, 
I also then bought a ball at Walmart for three dollars and went to the park <laughs> and walked off what I think was sixty feet six inches. Mm-hmm. Probably not. Uh, you know, I, uh, there's only so many times you could fuck the ground before you realize. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if there's an accurate measurement. Uh, so. Um, the really? premise being I use my cock to measure Karen. About so, three times then. Greek style. <laughs> so um, uh, so I, I threw it, and on the maybe the 10th one, I heard a pop. Oh, no. And I was like, what the shit that I... This arm's already got a torn labrum. What did I just do to my right arm? I won't have a side to sleep on. i got to stop throwing baseballs. Uh. So, but by that 10th one, I was getting it mm-hmm. over the plate. The first few, like if I, if I was throwing cold at the, at the yeah. baseball game... You know, look out, dugout, because it was yeah. it was, was going to be Fauci, fifty cent, horrible. <laughs> right. Uh, but I I got it there, and I was like, you know what? I don't have to do this, and uh, so I stopped practicing and returned that ball. I did not. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah, there's something wrong with it. Yes, yeah, hurt my arm. One one seam was missing. <laughs> Please, up? money back. Uh, and then I told Danielle on the phone. I said, "Yeah, you hurt my arm." She's like, "Well, maybe you shouldn't do it." I go, well, "I only have to throw one more, <laughs> so it'll be all right." And yeah. you know, as my arm falls onto the mound. <laughs> Um, so we, uh, oh, by the way, I forgot to mention this as Sheena is walking us from the gate to the broadcast booth. I hear they're coming, Jim. Oh boy. <laughs> and I go, I look around and it's uh, this guy named Mike uh-huh. and he comes up and he goes, I love never not fight. Are you young Oliver? And Oliver wow. goes, yeah. And he goes, oh man, you're hysterical. And he goes, you're funnier than your dad. You're the guy. I go, hey, Mike, let's focus on who's here. <laughs> but it was great. To, like, literally, like, cause it, you know, we joke because my cousin once asked, you know, can you can you walk around without people noticing? And I go, yeah, I can go anywhere I want. Nobody knows who the fuck I am. Mm-hmm. We literally are in the stadium one second. Jimmy! Like, <laughs> yeah. I never not, specifically, a never not funny yeah. fan. Yeah, nice. Uh, and it turns out there were uh, three others. Oh, cool. Uh, in, that we ran into. Hey, Jim, I listen to number funny. How crazy must it have been for those people to be able to hear them say from the host of the award winning podcast, Never Not Funny? Like, that is mind blowing. Right? I can't even, there's no, com- like, there's nothing I can think of that would compare to the surreal feeling of that. Being a fan of a thing that you feel like you're the only person who knows about it. Right. Like, no one else you know really listens to it or anything. And then you go to a baseball game and, and they're like, please welcome the host of Never Not Funny. Like, what the fuck? Who, what is what? happening? Well, I don't have my, my earbuds <laughs> in. What's happening? Right. Um, uh, but it was, you know, it was great that, you know, then uh, you know, Sheena was like, oh, that's great. You know, like, I, uh, like, so it was one of those things like for my ego and for our show yeah, yeah. to go, you know, you made the right call having me throw this out because we're literally in the city in one second and somebody's like, there he is. Yeah. So um, we're on the field, the, the flying Alvi come in, they do the national anthem and Elvis impersonator sings it, not as Elvis, but he did it. But he was terrific. Mm-hmm. Um, that guy throws it. So I go out to the mound. Uh, Southpaw sets up in front of the plate. And I didn't know how to say. Wave him back. Back it up. Why? I I, I don't know. I just. Uh, uh, take I, the. I mean, look, it's his. Like, I guess maybe you were thinking now everyone's going to think I asked him to set up there because I can't get it. Uh, 60 feet and six inches. So. I was a little I was a little disappointed. But Oliver was like, no way, Dad. It was great. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, maybe Southpaw says this to everybody, but he came over to you and he actually for the, you know, take a photograph. Yeah. And he goes, that was a great pitch. <laughs> and uh, and I said, thank you, Southpaw. <laughs> and, and then when I came off, they were like, they were like, that was great. That was like, yeah. that was one of the best first pitches. Like, oh, like nice. Really? It was it was fine. I threw a ball. So, of course, there's no photographic evidence. Of I do have photographs. Oh, you do. But it is, uh, it's, 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 not, not it's nothing like this. Yeah. It, uh, 
a little more subdued. Uh-huh. Um, I did it from the uh, did it from the. Uh, were you th- were you in your head about that picture? One hundred percent. Almost like it's like maybe I should bring a glove out there with me so that doesn't happen again. I was wondering um, if because you didn't have your glove, did they, can you borrow a glove? Uh, I think with COVID you can't. I think that uh, and and so if you did bring a glove out. Is it is it like the guy who comes to the to the softball game with the with the company and he's the only one dressed in a full baseball yes. uniform? Yes, yeah, totally. Yes, it would. That's how I felt. Like it would have been like really You're good. Trying you know, a little too hard. We're trying too hard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, some guys go out there in their shirt. The businessmen go out there in their shirt and tie and yeah, and do it. But they give you a jersey. Yeah. You know, like that. They give. Right. Uh, but uh, that has number twelve because that's when I threw it in two thousand twelve. This one had twenty one. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. And. Um, Threw it, then went to our seats. There were wonderful seats. Uh, we then ended up uh, sneaking down and sat right behind home plate. Oh, cool. Uh, and we were sitting right behind home plate when Jose Abreu got hit in the head with a 96-mile-an-hour fastball. Oh, Jesus. And I'm, t- I'm telling you something. This, We were about 12 rows up from home plate, and the ball hit the helmet, and he fell to the – like it was – the sound, I've never heard a sound like this. Mm-hmm. And I literally, like a soap opera, went, oh! <laughs> <laughs> and, I do and, and, and literally, my my eyes teared up yeah. because I, I've never seen anything like it. It was like watching an accident that happened right in front yeah. of you. And he went, he just like, like boom, and almost like he just died. You know, like, Jesus and just Christ. fell to the ground. Crumbled. And he ends up staying in the game, by the way. He's mm-hmm. fine. Um, but it was It was like a church. The stadium was silent because it was the weirdest. It hit the fucking head. Awful. Uh, White Sox win. The game's over. Look to the sky. Uh, Once again, please welcome (laughs) the flying Elvi. And Oliver and I both went, we get it. (laughs) (laughs) The guy lands. We're like, this is the fucking greatest. These guys are back. Three, did, you have, did you bring a tear to your eye? Three guys again. It was the greatest. I could watch. I could watch one hundred of these guys. <laughs> uh, and then the Elvis impersonator then did a little Elvis uh, thing, mm-hmm. and then a fireworks show. Uh, but our running joke was that uh, we were then going to be uh, haunted by the flying Elvi. That no matter where, like we get in the rental car, turn it on, open up your windows, look out the sky, it's the flying Elvi, and they land on our car, just following us everywhere we go. Sounds like a dream come true for you. Oh my God, it was the greatest. I've never experienced anything like it. Uh, but I thank Jason Benetti. Yeah. I thank Sheena over there at the at the White Sox uh, for a while, and just treated like a just like a star. They just they couldn't yeah. have been kinder. Uh, I have to know the answer to this. Yes. Was it Sheena Easton? Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah, you haven't seen her in a while. Incredible. She's working for the White Sox. That's very cool uh, that you got to meet her. At, uh, and also, you know, the team's in first place. They're great. So mm-hmm. the, the the energy in the club or in the stadium, yeah, was phenomenal. And uh, and everything in the stadium is. What's the situation there? Is are masks required? Is there? A have, have you seen any video from Chicago? <laughs> no. Uh, Nothing like like any there, other. Now, day. in fairness, their numbers. are are low yeah it mm. won't be after Lollapalooza, which was also this weekend yeah right. what the hell man um you see those photographs that's like it's bonkers now you know grant they may all be vexed who knows um i don't think it matters but, at that point like that that did you, the story from what was it provincetown or whatever yeah. when you get enough people in a small space if something's gonna happen one of them's got it yeah de- the delta don't care <laughs> Uh, now that said, you know the the numbers of people going to the hospital and whatever are, it's it's, it's it's really really low. It's definitely you're better off, obviously, being vaccinated. The, because the deaths you, are way lower. Yeah, you will yeah. have a better time of it. But uh, yeah, it's 
It's discouraging. We were up in uh, up the coast. Yeah. So where, what did you guys do? We went to Cambria, which is just like it's kind of near where like the Hearst Castle is. If you know where that is, yeah, I do know where that is. Um, it's just. Can I say this about the Hearst Castle? Mm-hmm. It's just an inch too far for me to want to drive to. <laughs> like it's like because yeah. Danielle really wants to go to it. Yeah. And what is it? It's like a six-hour drive. No, it's like four. Yeah, that's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I, I it's closed. Um, it's been closed, I think, for 18 months. Oh, I see. And so that was a bummer. We didn't. But you've been there before, right? We've never actually been. We've driven by it. But you've never been in it. Never been in it. I thought you guys had. And this was the time we we were going to go with my dad a couple years ago when he was visiting. And it was just like a little too much. It's, you know, it's like we went to Santa Barbara with my dad and it's another two hours from Santa Barbara. That's what I'm saying. It it just seems like it's it's to go to a castle to go and just like. Are there roller coasters there? Is there anything else that I could do <laughs> no. other than look at a... At, at, I mean, that whole area, as you would imagine, like a billionaire is not going to build a house in a disgustingly shitty part of the country. Right. It's insanely beautiful up there. And, uh, but it's, yeah, I, I, when we were, the last time I was up there, it was right before, it was the year before Zoe was born. So it was 14 years ago. And, um, and we were driving up to Big Sur, Elise and I, and we saw it from the from highway one you can look up the hill and go yeah there it is and it's just like eh, i don't really need to see a bunch of expensive paintings and like tacky statues everywhere like that's that was my impression of it then but now i'm like i kind of do want to see it because it's humongous well didn't our friend april stay there didn't she like no no i don't know if she stayed somewhere else affiliated with the Hearst family I Very good. that I don't even think we're supposed to know exists. Oh, uh, I, well, she, she talked about it on the program. Did she? Yeah. Oh, I couldn't remember if she told us that off the air or not. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So if it was on the air, yeah. She moved to Britain. Yeah, I guess she's, mm-hmm. she's, she's not going to get extradited for this. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. But anyway, it, it was a bummer that it was closed just because it was some, it would be something to do also, right. you know? And, uh, and it's funny, like you drive, if you drive up to it, you know, not up to it, but wait, like, did you not know it was close till you got there? No, no, we knew ahead of Moose time. Moose out front should have told you. <laughs> we we looked it up and because we were like trying to plan out things, and uh, and we saw like a week or two before ah. we were going that it was going to be closed. But um, you know, on, if you're on Highway One, there's a road that goes up to it. It's way the hell up this hill, man. It's like it's you can almost it's like a postage stamp from from Highway One right. to look at it, uh, but. There's a, a big barrier, you know, like the the orange and white yeah, striped yeah, yeah. fencing type barrier thing that says do not enter, you know, closed. But it's only blocking half of the road. So you could actually turn up and, and drive. And it says and another sign says authorized vehicles only. Did you feel you were authorized? <laughs> so, of course, my feeling was. What's the worst that could happen? What's the worst that could happen? If we just drive up, see see how far we get, see I mean, how what, close we can get what, to in, in reality, in 2021, Matt Belknap's there with his family. Yeah. The worst that it could be is trespassing. Right. What, you get a fine, right? right What's right. the worst that's going to happen? I mean, I, I, I kind of felt like that isn't even going to be... Uh, a problem it's more like they're just going to tell you to leave yeah, which, right. if they even are if there's even ever anyone there you right. know which i imagine there isn't but whatever but uh the kids were just like no we can't oh, they're no. scared yeah it was it was so we went with my sister my brother-in-law and their son my nephew uh, will and this is jenny yeah jenny and tim and will and will the, is charlie's age no he, he's a year older 
Yeah, he's uh, ten. Right, yeah. So, so mostly Charlie and Will were like, no, no, like they were super like scared about what would happen if we break the rules, and uh, and I don't blame. And actually, I'm glad. I'm, I'm, it's good that they are law-abiding citizens, I guess. But, yeah, but they got to learn. Sometimes you got to bend the rules. But myself and and my brother-in-law were just like, come on, we're doing it. Like, and, Let, and let's, we, let's we, storm the castle. Even <laughs> exactly, even to the point of like, we were like, should we just let's just go later. Like, let's <laughs> just leave the kids at the, the place and we'll go up. Uh, but we didn't. And uh, but oh, so yeah. you didn't do it at all. We didn't. I, you I know. gave in to these two kids. We did. Uh, and I know that's not a very good ending to the story, but. Uh, <laughs> And that's the other thing. I could have, if it was a fine, I could have written it off because it's a story for the show. Oh, you, you, hey, listen, the greatest thing that happened was that Beath went off that first pitch. Now that whole trip is written off because they said from the whole the, yeah, it's a business time, trip. Business trip. <laughs> I went there to promote our program. Yeah. So now, uh, yeah. what was going to be uh, costing me is a win. That's absolutely that a good sentence at all. Yeah, we, we knew what I we meant. Got what, yeah. So what did you, did you guys say in a cabin? You stay in a hotel? Yeah, we 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 you know we did a VRBO. Uh, rental house. What does that mean? Virtual reality. Uh, bring your own beer. Or, or, it's Verbo. It's it's like Airbnb. It's but it's been around longer than Airbnb. It's just a it's a website where you can find uh, rental properties. Uh, and you can rent things for a week or a month or whatever. And what'd you guys do a week? Yeah. No, we did a month. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Maybe I'm actually driving. Maybe back. Commu- as soon as we're done, I have to drive back. Up well, then go to the castle tonight. <laughs> Get, do yourself a good. Come back Thursday with a story about the castle. Uh, I wish I could. Um, I do want to go back up there. It's it's so beautiful up there. And what do you do? You go to the ocean? Yeah, yeah. There's like a tons of beaches and um, and uh, bluffs and uh, you know it's it's like you can drive it because it's. It's like kind of the there, there's like Cambria, then San Simeon, which is the town that the castle's in. And then after San Simeon, you're basically in Big Sur. Like it's just that crazy coastline right. where the huge steep cliffs. So you can you can go up there and see that the natural wonder of that if you want to. But yeah, we just kind of hung out. It was mostly like I hadn't seen my sister in I think two, 18 months, almost like almost two years. Like it would have been two years in, in November, I think. Um so it was mostly about just spending time together and, and enjoying each other's company, which we did. And it was fantastic. What, uh, you know, to that point, I had not seen my dad. It'll be two years in September. So like mm-hmm. in, what is that, 22 months we had yeah. seen my dad. And so that was, uh, it's emotional. Yeah. Really emotional to, uh, mm-hmm. you, you don't think about it. Because like, I, you know, I would see my dad. I guess if, if it peppers it in three times a year, right. it doesn't, it's like, well, that's not a lot. Right. When you go two years without seeing, you know, family, mm-hmm. that uh, uh, it, it was uh, it was a great trip for that reason. It, yeah. it, it, it was weird. I did. This is going to sound interesting because because throwing out the first pitch was fucking amazing. Yeah. But I also was like, I'm not here for this. Yeah, I'm here yeah. to just literally spend time with my dad. Yeah. And when I told my dad, look, you know, they offered me to throw out the fish. He goes, we got it. Let's do it. Yeah. Like he was into it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I didn't I didn't want my quote unquote celebrity to overshadow the trip. Right. Um, but, but just it, for that one day, it, for that one event, like who for, for five minutes. Yeah, really exactly. All it was. The rest of the thing is just like, every, you know, right. Then you have great seats and enjoy your hot dog, asshole. Unless you were like, you know, bigfooting them after that. <laughs> Listen, like, fellas, we're guys. out of the mound out there. <laughs> like, um, uh, you guys have your fun back in the cheap seats. I got to go uh, mingle with the uh, important people. I got to go talk to the press. They're yeah. very important. They talk to me at the moment. Um we went to golfing one day. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I use ship sticks. I ship my golf clubs to oh, Chicago. Okay. Um, because um, it's a pain in the ass to travel with golf clubs. Yeah. And then Oliver having a broken arm, uh, that's one less arm to carry something. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's like, you know what? I'll pay the fucking money and ship the, uh, ship the golf. Clubs. What does he do while you golfed? 
Uh, well, he was supposed to golf with us. My yeah. dad, here's what happened. My dad, when he turned 75, his wife got him a greens fees for two at this really nice golf course mm-hmm. that my dad's always wanted to play. Mm-hmm. And my dad, three years ago, said, well, I would like to do that with Jimmy, with mm-hmm. my son. That would be, so he said, my dad said, you know, the next time you're in town, uh, you know, can you come in a day early or stay a day later and we can go do this for my birthday trip. Yeah. And I was like, dad, I'll just fly there and we'll do this. Yeah. And then I tear my labrum and then I get I need epidurals in my back and then the pandemic hits and right. all of that shit so yeah. what was my dad turning 75 he just turned 78 yeah. that was supposed to be three years ago wow things happened so now we finally went so my dad then paid for Oliver to golf and so he did it in advance and so then we get there and they said you know I told him about Oliver's broken arm so they're not going to charge me for him mm-hmm. but there's a $20 ride along fee so he could ride along with us oh, okay and uh, and my dad's like, yeah, we'll let him, we'll let him putt and do some stuff. Mm-hmm. And then they said we're gonna we're gonna actually pair you up with two other players, mm-hmm. which I, I'm not. Other guys like that. Mm-hmm. I do. This won't surprise Who anybody. Likes that? I don't like. It. You know, my buddy Steve Hollander loves it. My dad loves it. It's like you get to meet new people. You get to interact. Uh, you get to fuck you. New people. I meet so many of them. I don't. I, I, I meet people after my shows. I'm fine. I don't need to spend four hours with a guy. No. Uh, now that said, they were two of the nicest people. Oh, good. They were two different people. They were not a, together. Oh, two singles. It was a uh, a gentleman named Reed who is from Texas. His daughter rides horses. She is third in the country. Oh, my God. Um, and I don't know exactly what uh, that means, because uh, uh, whenever I asked the question, I heard about his horse breeding company. So <laughs> uh, how he breeds horses he probably knows my brother-in-law who my brother's my brother-in-law is a, a horse trainer. I should have uh, known that information so that I could have followed up mm. with that. Uh, he seemed very close to the vest with, with uh, about his daughter's 13. She writes OK in these tournaments and yeah, she's yeah. third in the country. That's so what my sister did all that, too. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. So. God, you should have been out there. I know. It's like we took the wrong vacations. No, no, I would not have wanted to do anything that you just. I, that, once the, I heard that castle was closed, I'm not going up there. Um, this guy hit a golf ball, by the way. I, I've never seen anybody other than a pro hit a golf ball like this. Wow. He. So here's the. So when they when they pair you up, I'm I'm not a great golfer. I'm good. I'm not great. But I get a knot in my stomach whenever they're going to pair you with somebody because I get nervous that I'm going to look like a you're shitty gonna, golfer. Right. You're going to let I, them down. I'm going to let them down. I'm going to slow. I'm going to slow them down. Yeah. My dad's a great golfer, mm-hmm. uh, but he's slowing down. He's 78, mm-hmm. but he's still very, very good. Um, and it's our turn to, to tee off. The other woman was a woman maybe in her 50s as well. Um, who was kind of a learner, kind of a beginner. Mm-hmm. Um, and she did I, she, more courage than I've ever had at, at the level of the game that she's at to go out by herself. Yeah. No fucking way is Jimmy Pardo doing that. Yeah. I'm going at four o'clock and hoping that they don't pair me with anybody. Mm-hmm. And she's taking a 1030 tea time and uh, was happy to join us. And they could not have been more welcoming. To, I said, you know, my son's with, he broke his arm. He's supposed to golf. We're in from out of town. Uh, do you guys mind if he putts a couple of times? And it's like, no problem at all. And I go, but if you two want to go ahead of us, mm-hmm. we will not be insulted. No way. You know, let's all do this. Mm-hmm. They couldn't have been nicer. Cool. Um, but first tee, this guy goes up and he goes, uh, all right, Pardo, so-and-so and so-and-so, you guys are up. And uh, Reed goes, uh, you guys playing from the blues? We're like, my dad's like, no way. We're from the whites. And uh, uh, and then Reed goes, all right, I'm going to hit from the blues, which is about 30 yards behind the white tees. Oh, shit. I thought it was like 10. Uh, this was about 30. Damn. On this course, mostly about 30 yards back. Okay. And I'm like, oh, shit, he's playing from the blues, too. 
you know, like we're really, I'm okay. We're like a guy with a broken arm. I suck. <laughs> um, you know, we're here to just have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, who cares about the score? I'm just here to spend some time with my dad. He hits a golf ball. I only have I seen a pro hit a golf ball like this. Mm-hmm. And I'm not fucking around. I, I, I've been with good golfers. I've never been with a golfer this good in my life. Wow. It was uh, so consistently. Mm-hmm. He would tee off 30 yards behind us and outdrive us by 50 yards. Jesus. He, so he's hitting it 80 yards further than we are. Yeah. I mean, it was. And then his short game was great. He mm-hmm. was and and so good that he didn't care that what was happening. Because some guys get mad. Mm-hmm. Like, well, you guys are slowing me down. He's so good he didn't care. Mm-hmm. Um, every one of his to the green, he's within three feet every time. <laughs> if he's in the sand trap, he gets out of the sand within an inch of the hole. <laughs> like he was that great. Wow. Um, so to your point, what did Oliver do? He rode along and then smartly, my dad said, why don't you drive the cart? Oh, nice. So he drove the cart, awesome. which my dad made a great point of what a great way to teach somebody how to drive a car. Yeah. Teach them on a golf cart where the stakes are less. Yeah. And you get the slower and easier. Slower. You learn how to use the brake, the gas. Yeah. yeah. So on and, one of the and holes, he's learning with one arm, too. So that's even better. Hey, you know what? Ten yeah. and two. He's just at 12. Yep. <laughs> So, six. Uh, but, but because of that, Oliver, uh, Elliot, uh-huh. um, he just like when when Oliver is learning how to ride a bicycle, if it's going wrong, he doesn't figure it out. He just lets it go wrong. Mm-hmm. Like, like if he's like, oh, dad, on the bike, dad, I'm going towards that tree. Well, turn it. Nope. Clunk right into the tree. <laughs> yeah. Same thing with this cart. He's like, my dad's like, you got to turn. You got to turn. You got to turn. There's literally a a sign on the on the fairway. That says carts arrow. Mm-hmm. Oliver runs over that sign. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good for him! And trailblazer. Luckily, my dad is just having a good time with it, and mm-hmm. and wasn't the dad that uh, I remember him <laughs> being a teenager <laughs> oh, yelling goodness. at you, going, for... "Yeah, it's a turn." Yeah, you know, he's uh, the grandfather Jim is different than Father Jim, mm-hmm. and certainly Pastor Jim. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, then another time, Oliver's heading towards. You know, they have rope up. Uh, along a, a path, I don't know. I don't know why he's not even on the path. I don't know why he's not on the path. And I'm like, Oliver, you got to turn. You got to turn. Oliver runs into this row of stakes and and rope. The rope gets wrapped around the tires. Oh no! Oh, no. This is the only time oh, my dad kind of lost his patience a little yeah. bit. He's like, I'll drive it to the next tee. <laughs> <laughs> and then he was fine. Once we, but we had to back the the cart up. I had to untie the rope halfway down the fairway, oh, God. and then unstring it from something before it were were caught right right these people they were like yes you could let your son ride along for twenty dollars you are absolutely abusing uh-huh. the 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 grace uh, whatever they extended you whatever the yes that mm-hmm. is crazy hey, but the other two were like if you if you guys need to go ahead while we solve this we'll wait for you like they didn't unbelievable they didn't care yeah they were, and they laughed about it they it's were, almost like you were doing everything you could to shake them loose and get them to move on like to, can't you see we want you to stop stop staying with us go ahead hey, will you figure it out i want to spend time with my dad my, my that's son. a hint uh but i'll G- say this oliver's to- running the guy over with the car <laughs> and by the way he runs him over still hits it closer to the pin than yeah. i do uh you know having uh, being there and where they have rain Mm-hmm. and they don't they're not in a drought yeah the course was lush right and i haven't played on a course like that even though you, you know we pay a hundred dollars to golf here mm-hmm. it's not great right it's it's hard yeah uh the ground being hard yeah the ball I, bounces and... um i played the best golf i played in years oh. and my dad still beat me <laughs> and it was the worst i've ever seen him play 
Oh my God. I've never seen my dad play. Like he's slowing down. Like I say, yeah, he's yeah, 78. He's yeah. not 68. Last time I played with him. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're, 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 you're the Hagar now. Happy Hagar, by uh, the way. Double nickel. Thank you. Yeah. Um, happy birthday to you. Thank you. But, uh, uh, it's, I know it at my age that you just, your body doesn't feel the same. I can't imagine being 78 and trying to swing a club. And he's, and he's still, he's again, he's still great. Yeah. But it was the worst I've ever seen him play, and he still beat me. <laughs> and but at one point we tied on the front nine, mm-hmm. and I was like, "So yeah. you've never beaten him in your life?" Oh no, yeah, no, no. My dad's really good. Yeah, no, you said that. And but you used to be good. You were on a team. I used to be good. Yeah. Um, and I'm okay now. I ended up shooting a ninety-eight. Mm-hmm. Um, Shot the lache because it got. Uh, <laughs> and by the way, it was like eighty-nine degrees outside. Speaking uh-huh. of uh, degrees, yeah. and humid. So by by the back nine, we both did worse because it was, it was just hot and exhausting. Yeah. Um, and we had to spend twenty minutes, you know, with the with cart repair with my son. <laughs> um, but it was uh, when we tied on the front nine. And again, I know that again, it was the worst I've ever seen him play. So is it a real win? Is it? Am I? I mean, eventually, that's the way it works. Eventually, eventually, I'm going to win. You're going to beat him because he'll just be. But is that a, is that a leg, that's not a legit win? You can't feel good about no. it. But it's better than not beating. It's it. better than never beating him. I mean, if, if you're going to lose to an 80 year old, that's worse than yeah. beating an 80. Well, I lost to a 78 year old. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he plays more often than I do. And again, he always, he was always a great golfer. Yeah. I was a good golfer. Yeah. Um, but when we were tied, I had those emotions as we're going from the ninth tee to the tenth tee. I did have the emotions of. But is this a legit win? He's not. He's not the same golfer that you wanted to beat when you, in 1987. I gotta say, it sounds like you you lack the killer instinct to finish him off. I don't have the eye of the tiger. <laughs> yeah, you, you were like, you, you shouldn't be asking yourself that question. You should be asking yourself, what can I do? What can I do to beat to this really old man? Run him into the ground. Yeah. Um, and it was. Uh, but he uh, he actually, you know, then we're at dinner that night, and he's like, hey, you know what? I rolled my ball a couple of times in the fairway to get a better lie. So I, I think. We tied or whatever. Like, I go, Dad, you don't think I rolled my ball a couple times in the fairway? That's worse. That he's like, so he's he pities you so much that he has to make up embarrassing, <laughs> just uh, pathetic. By the way, speaking of golf, I, for reasons I cannot explain, got very very caught up in the last three or four holes of the Olympic uh, golf tournament yesterday. And uh, it was exciting. It was exciting to see this guy who I'd never heard of in my life. Who was it? Uh, Sheffley, uh, Xander Sheffley. I don't know if it's Xander's right. I don't know if Shashifli is right. <laughs> is he the guy that won? He's an American guy. Yeah. Um, if you give me the name, I might... Uh, well, I'm trying to. <laughs> I know you are. Is it Xander Berkeley from the TV's 24? <laughs> no. Uh, is it Xander Bogars from the Boston Red Sox? Nope. I'm out of my Xander's, by the way. Is it Robin Xander from the, Jeep The Drink? only guy whose name I recognized was uh, Rory McIlroy was in there. Xander Shuffley. Oh, you were Xander Shuffley. Yeah. So he took the gold. He did. And he didn't seem that excited about it when it happened, especially because he gave away a lead. He was up two or three strokes and then uh, let the field come back to him. And so he was like sweating the last few holes where it was he was tied. He was going. The guy who he was tied for first with was already in the clubhouse. So he basically had to he had to birdie to win or else he was going to a playoff or whatever they call it. Um, And uh, and he got that birdie. But then when he. When he, when he, you know, hit the putt on 18 to win it, he was just like, okay, pick the ball up. I was like, dude, you just won a gold medal in the Olympics. <laughs> I think there is something weird about golf being in the Olympics. Where yeah, I think it seems odd. It seems odd. Yeah. Because they do, that's how, they do that for a living. Like, right. Like, so he won a gold medal instead of winning some other tournament, a million dollars. Right. But it's, 
the Olympics. And it's, I, dude, to I'm, me, it's kind of like, I don't know. This is a weird year because they're not allowed to socialize or fraternize or whatever. Fuck. Get their dick sick. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. They got cardboard beds. Fucking a cardboard bed. <laughs> yeah. it, it's We're fucking just, on a bed. We're fucking on a cardboard bed. <laughs> I've been fucking on a bed. You know, you know who does that song, right? Yeah, fucking on a bed. Yeah, fucking on a bed, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it was it was weird, but then he was emotional afterwards. I guess he was uh, he was up against a guy who was from uh, I'll say it because they are not allowed to Taiwan. Uh, Why are they not allowed? To, a lot? Because the Chinese government doesn't recognize Taiwan as a country, and they, they so they have to call it the it's a whole Chinese Taipei. Thing. Oh right, right, yes, okay. Yeah. Um, so, but this the the American guy Shoffley or whatever he is, he's half. Uh, Taiwanese. Um, oh, really? Yeah, and or I, I don't know if it's half or like his dad's American, his mom is Chinese slash Taiwanese. That's how they were saying it because again, they can't say Taiwan; they had to say Taipei. But um, but yeah, so I think it was kind of that was kind of emotional for him. But also being in Japan, like sort of feeling like I'm, you know, I have a connection to the East. So I don't know. But uh, yeah, it was it was a. And then there was a seven-way tie for bronze, so they had to play a two-hole. Oh, they had a playoff bronze. for bronze. They had to go in two groups, like they had a a, a a foursome and a threesome. And it only lasted two holes. They they I think they started. I, they didn't even show it all because I was watching a replay. So they they basically were like, well, we're going to the playoff, and then they came back for commercial, and they're like, well, those guys are out, and then, okay. like they were on the 18th. They didn't even show the 17th. Interesting. I think, I think they went back to the 17th and played that, and the, the bottom two were just whacked. And then they played the last. Uh, although that doesn't really make sense either, because I don't think there were five guys left. So they, they would have, they would have had a, in, in regular golf. It would have been who's ever tied. And yeah. then if you get a four, and so and you, if if we get fours and you get a five, you're out. Right. And then they get fours. What if a five? What, I'm but, out. But if one, what if one guy got a three and everyone else got a four? Does he? He win? wins. It's over. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe maybe that's all it was. Is that everybody? tied one guy birdied maybe, maybe, else, yeah yeah or everybody parred and then those two guys bogeyed it or something but right because they did look a mess in this playoff it was crazy it was, there was an american in the playoff too in the bronze playoff and uh he was all over the place it was a mess. like the, the 18th hole looked very challenging and they kept saying it was very challenging um but you take them at their word right <laughs> i i believe them because but then you saw even before the playoff you saw this other guy that was in the you know in the foursome with the, the, the leaders basically um he, he was just a mess, man. He went to the bunker. He went to the rough. It was just like, come on, pull it together, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he got it done. You know, somebody Reed from Texas has to get out there. Yeah, so sounds like it. That's who they need out there in the yeah. Olympics. I'm also, I, you know, I know that this happened back in the in the 90s, but uh, letting the pros into the Olympics is just it still seems weird to me. I know that that's old man talking. I don't think that's every sport though. I think there's certain sports. But gol- golf still, is one of them where they sure. allow PGA yeah, golfers. Yeah, yeah. Like to me it should be the and same it with should tennis. be guys like Reed yeah. who are great. But then what are we doing? Isn't it supposed to be these are the best? I, I, I there's also that argument. Like which was the argument when the dream team happened. It's like why are we not putting our best forward? Yeah, every other country is allowed to put their best. Right. I th- I thought part of the issue was that with basketball and maybe with golf as well, like you can't you can't be in basketball and be good and not essentially be pl- playing pro like you're 18 and you're going right into right. Yeah, pro yeah, sports yeah. and stuff yeah, like yeah. that whereas if you're in rowing yeah there's not a pro rowing league that i know of well i mean maybe there maybe is maybe there is but we, yeah we're not it's, it's it, like there's probably demonstration rowing where you get paid yeah. to be there and stuff like that but it's not really that big of a right. of a relinquishment 
to it's something that you would have seen on saturdays on wide world wide world of sports yes mm-hmm. and you'd go oh shit it's rowing and that was probably <laughs> whatever that was was probably just a, an olympic qualifying yeah, tournament right. like that's all yeah. that's all it is and and like with boxing they had I, I guess they were still i don't know if it was the rule but they were still i think it was the rule that they were still having amateurs only in in the boxing for the olympics but then this year they let anybody who was an amateur when it would have happened last year mm. was allowed to go pro and still be in this Olympics. So there was a guy who was like, he is now pro, but he was in the Olympics. So it was kind of interesting. I watched a lot of Olympics. It sounds like you did. <laughs> Not really that much, but it's, I don't know. It's it, when you're on vacation, it's kind of fun to just be like, I can watch this. I have nothing else to do. Right. Let's just enjoy some nonsense that you'll you would never normally watch no uh which i would have loved by the way but my son uh, wanted to watch comics unleashed <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah uh, i hear I, you i but i'm i if i'm alone in a hotel uh or with apparently family i don't want to spend time with uh <laughs> we we're I, watching together i know i i, I, I wish he would have been interested because i too would have enjoyed yeah just zoning out and watching yes. the olympics yeah i like it's weird now because everything is you know platform this and stream that and whatever so it's it's not the old days i kind of liked the olympics is one thing where i'm like just take control of it for me just put the things on that you know i'm going to be interested in Mm -hmm. i don't even care if it's live or not because it's obviously all happening in the middle of the night for us because it's in, in japan so just just show me the good things and and i'll sit here and watch it don't make me flip around don't make me like stream you know like find the stream or figure out what is it on peacock or is it on usa i don't care just show me olympics right <laughs> that's the way it used to be it's just like nbc olympics and then you would, you would watch like you turn it on and it would be like here's the 100 meter they run and then they're like now we're going over to archery okay okay <laughs> let's do that then and it's kind of fun to bounce around and you know they're the, all the locations are so far flung like nobody's within 100 miles right. of each other they're like this one's happening up on this mountaintop and this one's down at the beach and you're like cool let's <laughs> let's travel around japan and watch all these different crazy sports that's that's what it should be that's why when they when they were going to do it in chicago when they were vying for it and they were mm-hmm. showing you know this will happen here it's like they were all close to each other but it's yeah. like it's like, well, how do you think you're going to do the Olympics here? Like, right. way too many people are going to be coming. Right. It's confusing because it's too many. There's like 200 events or something. Yeah. So that's too much stuff to be happening in one city. In my opinion, it is. Yeah. I'm going to give a moment. All right. Let's take another break. Yeah. When we come back. Let's check in. We'll go around the horn. We'll check in with Garen Cockrell and Elliot Hoper. They are here. They're standing. Do we have by. a trivia question? We have a trivia question. Oh. We got to get to. Yeah. Oliver has sent it. It's uh, on the uh, my phone. Mm-hmm. And uh, but we also got to find out what these guys did over the week. Mm-hmm. Uh, we know that Garen went to. Uh, Michigan, and uh, we know that Elliot didn't. So <laughs> we'll dig into that when we come back right after this. I think we also have some mail. Oh. So a lot of, a lot of catching up. Yeah. Hey, guys. Matt here with some dates for you. Never Not Funny is on Twitter at Never Not Funny. Jimmy's at Jimmy Pardo. Elliot is at Elliot Hochberg. Garen is at My Name is Garen. Uh, check out ElliotHopeberg.com if you want to find the rest of his handles and places. Garen is, I think, at my name is Garen everywhere. Check him out on Twitch. Check him out on Patreon. You can support him there. And please do that. That'd be great. Uh, Jimmy is going to be at Flappers in the Zoom room again on August 20th. Uh, if you go to FlappersComedy.com, you can buy tickets to that at 7 p.m. Pacific time for that show. Log in from anywhere. Is once you get your ticket, you'll be able to join the Zoom room and uh, watch him do comedy. Maybe request a bit or be a part of some crowd work. So that's fun. So check that out and enjoy. I'm going to pronounce this properly. Earn in. Earn in. 
E-A-R-N-I-N is pronounced Ernin. I don't know how else you would pronounce it, but they really want it clear that that's how to pronounce it. Yeah, I guess maybe some people might get a little confused because two words that are usually separated by a space are actually squished together into one word. All right, so let's let's go with your premise. Mm -hmm. You got the two words. You got earn and in. How would you say those separately? Earnin. That's together. I asked for you to do it separately. Oh, separately. Earn in. Er, earn in. All right, now do it together. You're in. Yeah, see? You're... <laughs> uh, all right, so maybe they're right. Uh, earn in is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to 100 bucks a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Look, again, we, we've talked about it before. Maybe you got a last-minute gift for a loved one. you got upcoming rent. Uh, and, uh-oh, paychecks run out with the other bills. That's where Earnin jumps in and helps you out. Uh, you can download Earnin today. Uh, let me spell that for you. We've had fun pronouncing it. <laughs> now let's spell it. Let me spell it for you. E-A-R-N-I-N, and that is in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, I'm asking you to do this for us. Type Never Not Funny under podcast when you sign up. That'll let them know that we sent you there. It helps us out. Never Not Funny under podcast over there at Earnin. It is subject to your available earnings, location, daily max, and pay period max. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust member FDIC. Once again, Earnin is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work. Up, get up to $100 a day, up to 750 bucks per pay period. Earnin. Get your money now. I'm going to tell you guys something, dear listener. When I started podcasting, you guys remember back in the days when tumbleweeds were across the podcasting desert? Uh, an online store was the furthest thing from my mind. Now I'm selling. What do I, we got? What, we got a hat, shirts. We got a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's easy. All because we use Shopify. Yeah, we're setting up Shopify for the uh, the perks in this uh, this new year for our, our platinum subscribers. And uh, boy, I really enjoy their website. It's super easy to set a, set up an account and uh, get going with them. So kudos to them for making it easy. Well, if Matt Belknap could do it, you can do it. Mm-hmm. That's what he just basically told us. And That's true. I uh, I uh, just uh, recapped it. I've spoken before. Yeah. I've spoken before about Shopify. Now, Shopify uh, is uh, it's just terrific. You could be selling scented soaps, which we may, we're talking about getting into the scented soap business. I would love a soap bar with the Never Enough Any logo on it, Dude, honestly. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> um, or maybe you're offering outdoor outfits. Dude, why isn't that a thing? <laughs> well, if, if, it's, if it's warm out, the t-shirt could be an outdoor outfit. You know what? You're right about that. Uh, but maybe we get into the jacket business. We have had hats, too. I We've had say. hats. That's true. Uh, look, you don't have to just sell your stuff anymore. With Shopify Collective, you can curate products to sell from the brands you love, giving customers more variety and business more sales. Uh, now, listen, Shopify is easy peasy, as Matt Belknap said. Uh, let me walk you through what I want you to do. You can sign up right now for a $1 per month trial period at Shopify.com slash Pardo. That's all lowercase. Shopify.com slash Pardo. Uh, you do that right now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. S H O P I F Y dot com slash P A R D O. Shopify dot com slash Pardo. Shopify. Cha ching. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the program, episode 28. You know the episode. It doesn't matter. You know who everybody is. Um, <laughs> Were you scared you're going to say 23 again? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it reminds me of, and I've, I think I'd, if I didn't tell it on Jimmy's Records tapes, maybe I will in the next season. Uh, it's not worth the. Uh, uh, promoting, but when I saw Chicago for the first time, when Peter Cetera, uh, they introduced Robert Lamb, and they said uh, after Saturday the Park, they went Bobby Lamb, and I knew the songs and knew the group as a group, but I didn't know it was his name Bob Lamb, Bob e- Bobby Lamb. I didn't know, and oh, it was driving Bobby me crazy. Lamb. Yeah, and so he 
Peter Cetera goes, uh, all right, let's introduce the band. Back on drums, we've got Danny Serafin over on keys. Ah, you know who everybody is. <laughs> I'm like, motherfucker. So that's kind of what I just did here. Yeah. But everybody does know who everybody is here. We're all here. And... Uh, One's queer, and we're used to it. We are used to it. We're very, <laughs> very, very comfortable with it. Very comfortable with it. One of our closest friends, Garen Cockrell, who we will get to in a moment. But let me give you uh, Oliver's trivia question. Okay, mm-hmm. hold on a second. So I'm supposed to do a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh. Huh. Let's play trivia, trivia. I want to play trivia. Let's battle some trivia. Let me hear the question, please. Yeah. All right, you got it, sir. That's uh, an old school. That's yeah. before it was Oliver's question. Yeah. I like that. I like that question. I like that uh, tune. That's a good one. That's uh, Physical by the uh, Olivia Newton-John. Had a big yes, hit with that. She did. She was a hit maker. Hey, uh, this is not important in any way, shape, or form, but I was very excited. I was driving in today listening to 80s on 8, and they were doing the 1981 countdown. Mm-hmm. Um, number five was Elvira by the Oak Ridge Boys. Number four was a Kenny Rogers song. So a couple of country songs. Yeah. Number three was a uh, theme from Greatest American Hero. <laughs> number two was uh, Air Supply. And they said number one, and I said, I bet you it's Rick Springfield, Jesse's Girl. And it was. Yeah. And I never felt prouder that's, of knowing nothing in my life. That's a big moment. <laughs> Believe it or not. Just, uh, I was walking, I was walking on air. <laughs> never thought you'd feel so free. Oh my God. Uh, all right. So here, uh, here's your topic, transportation. Oh, oh I don't know what I have oh, left wait, to bet here. I forgot. Yeah, I yeah we got two bets left. Two we have go. two bets left. Garen, what are my two bets that I have uh, available? Uh, but I, 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 actually, I don't know. Did, did I miss a bet from last week? Oh, Jimmy, you, yeah, you should have written down. Oh, I screwed up. I have one, two, three for you available. Uh, does that's name, does that's that, all you have left? One, two, and three? Well, I, 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 I would have preferred he text that to me. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I thought you were... I mean, really, I, it kinda, oh, hey, by the way, I think history's on my side. I don't know anything. <laughs> I, 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 not on my side. History shows. Let, let, me, let, me, let me put it to you this way, Jimmy. If, if, those were your last, if those were your last three, if we both get the question right, you lose. Yep. Yeah, again, that's what I think. history is showing. It it does not matter. Well, yeah. To even the playing field, I have twenty three, twenty four, and twenty five left. Ooh. So I've got twenty five or six to four. So I'll, I, I, let's all put our cards on the table. I have twenty two and twenty five left. So do I have one and two left, or do I have two and three left? Do I have one and three left? I don't where, remember. See, this is the problem. This is the one of the times where you can't just throw a piece of paper away as soon as you're done with it. Oh, if you had wait. just saved your last I paper. I am a Felix Unger weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> but if you just kept them in a neat little look, you could you could create a little Here, folio. To here's what them. I'm going to do uh, for next season. I'm going to write the numbers on the back of this yes. and cross them out as I go. Great. Which is what I was doing at my desk yes. during pandemic. Got it. Got it. Um, it, but then it, why did you ask him every week if you were doing that? Because you still asked him every yeah, week. Yeah, that's a very good question. <laughs> you, it was a, Here's it was what a I think happened. I would of... forget to cross off what it was. <laughs> oh, right. Okay. And so then I would cross off the one, like I said, what did I use? And he would say, you used 22. And I crossed that off. And then here's the thing. Yeah. Just choose one of those numbers. It doesn't matter which one. We will then, after the fact, we will go back and check. Oh, you know what? Uh, we can go to. Uh, uh, I, I'm trying to go to that right now. I just that Jeremy Herbal website. He keeps track of it. Oh, oh, oh okay. really? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that existed. Yeah, because no. we are, we are we we are getting money from the Jeremy uh, Herbal trivia tin. It's true. Oh, right, right, right. This section uh, segment is sponsored by Jeremy Herbal. Yeah, it's the, the Herbal tea tin. Okay, I got it. He pays money to have this sponsored. He has no business. Mm-hmm. Does not wish to promote. Well, I guess there's a website why can't now. We get, why, why can't Mac Weldon provide this? 
He should start a business just so that he can advertise it in this segment. Yes. I mean, we're advertising the guy. <laughs> what would it be? I know Probably he, IT or something. Maybe. I don't exactly know what he does, but it, obviously it's... Well, but uh, he works for a company. He doesn't just yeah. do freelance IT. <laughs> Uh, thank you, Garen. <laughs> we know what numbers I have. <laughs> no, I have to know which one he used. Oh, damn it. Okay. Uh, okay, so I have those left. Thank you, Garen. Um, all right, there we go. I, all right, I know what my bet is. And luckily, the section on my piece of paper allows me to write that larger than I ever would. Yep. Um, no problem. Okay, so here we go. What go on? Here's your question. Here we go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, question again transportation. Yes. Mm hmm. Uh, invented in 1733, what mode of transportation was originally pulled by goats instead of pushed by people? Mode of transportation. Yeah, I'm going to. Uh, pushed by people. I have an answer, but I don't know if mode of transportation, if it fits that. Uh, yeah. If it fits that, but I'm going with it. Because I've got one, two, or three on the line here, and I have to really care. 1732, you said? Uh, uh, 1733, I believe. A little later. Uh, little later. Uh, they, uh, they were talking about it in 1732. <laughs> they didn't quite complete this until... Invented in 1733, what mode of transportation was originally pulled by goats instead of pushed by people? So what mode of transportation is, is pushed? Pushed by people. Salt and pepper? They like to push it good. Real good. Real good. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yo, baby pop. Yeah. Uh, what? Man. I'm going to lose. I have uh, an idea. But yeah, I, I am very hung up on the concept of a mode of transportation pushed by humans. Pushed by humans. By the way, coming up at White Sox Park, there is 90s night. So if you want to wear. Oh, that's fun. If you want to wear what you're wearing today. You'll fit right in. Me? No, I mean, all of us. Oh, oh I we, see. We, 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 <laughs> I thought you were taking a shot at my shirt. No, not much has changed. Yes, that's a... It's not uh, like the 80s where you show up in crazy costumes. You say that, but if you saw a guy with Jinko jeans and like a sparkly button-up uh, raver shirt and like a crazy cat in the hat i'm just describing someone at a rave <laughs> that's what i'm doing well that guy's not going to a ball game uh well if he's if it's 90s night maybe he would uh i'm looking forward to 90 watching it on tv and uh, having them show the crowd and then wonder what what's going on i think they're just gonna play the 90s music that'd be my guess and that'd be fun which i think they do anyway right that's not something yeah that it does seem like that happens a lot well that answers the question of like they're not all it's not all like stuck in the past like the elvis thing they're doing something for for the younger people. They're doing something for the older people. But even nineties, that's not that. It's not really younger, right? Those guys, people are in their thirties at this point. Yeah, it's it's Garen. Look at that jerk <laughs> doing it for Garen. Garen's a jerk. What's he doing over there? I don't know. He's a jerk. What do jerks do? <laughs> <laughs> Fiddling with his notepad. Looking over there. I mean, I've, he is just a jerk. <laughs> He's really really came back. He came Steve back with Martin. a two. He really did. Uh, Hold on, we got a huge summer sale, guys. Oh, we got. Oh, it's a huge summer wine sale. Sixty-two percent off Marlboro Sauvignon Blanc. Why am I getting this? Who's who's that from? It's a a junk text. Good price. (laughs) It's a really good price. Take advantage. You got to think about this. Hey, what family does? No, at least doesn't drink it all either, does she? No. Has she ever? Um, or is she like you? You guys just never. No, she, like her freshman year of college, she drank a little. Now yeah. we're talking. <laughs> what? Uh, but you, she will not even have a glass of wine uh, mm. at the occasional fancy dinner. Right? No. Nope. I would, and I mean this is nicely. I, if I lived with you, mm-hmm. I would be drunk all the time. <laughs> so I'm surprised. 
that she is. I not. did say to her the other day, I was like, if this pandemic didn't drive us to drink, nothing will. I don't disagree. <laughs> and that's fair. I, I think with what I say about Danielle and I, if, if, if the pandemic didn't drive us apart, yeah, I don't know what will. Because uh, I think I, I think having I mean, every people have different experiences, but I think having an infant uh, that is that was to me the high watermark of stress and like just like you're tired all the time and you're dealing with something that you feel like maybe you're in over your head sometimes with it. And I think if you can survive the first two years of having a baby, although some babies are, are easier than other babies. Zoe was, I think more challenging, but I, to me, that was like the thing that it was like, well, we got through that. So right. we'll get through anything. Um, and you did it. And now she's uh, going to go into eighth grade. I live in a separate house, but yes, <laughs> we did it. <laughs> living in a box, living in a cardboard box. All right, let's check in with the Pop Culture Reads. He is over there. He has returned, mm-hmm. right? Once again, we thank Oliver for uh, uh, filling the shoes, as uh, the rainbow lace shoes of Garen Cockrell <laughs> uh, while he was gone. Uh, but Garen, we missed you. That's sincere. We bust I, your balls and such, but uh, uh, we missed you. Did you have a nice trip to Michigan? Yeah. Yeah. Tell us about that. it. Um all right, well, do you want to hear about how my mom and I binge-watched the entire first season of Ted Lasso in one sitting, or how okay. I had to reenact twi- Twister? I think the, fact <laughs> the, the, the Ted Lasso, the I think that just explains I, I itself. Think, I think you, okay. we got it. Fair enough. Um, yeah. fair and, enough. So wait, so you had never seen Ted Lasso? No. It's wonderful. It's yeah, So good. It's Everything people say is 100% accurate. People are mad at season two, uh, but I'm enjoying it. Yeah, there's only been one, right? Two, other two. two. Yeah, two. Well, like I said before, I feel like the first one, it gets off to a very uneventful start. I feel like <laughs> it just feels like, oh, it, we're just hanging with these folks. To now. me, it felt like any episode of Ted Lasso. To be honest, okay. I, I thought it was. I liked it. I think I, I, in my mind, I had sort of built it up. Maybe I think that's what happens to some people. It's like they love something so much yes. that when it comes back the actual show cannot live up to how they've yeah. how how they remember because the, you remember the the greatest moments of it but every story has to have a, a a rising action to it and so you can't start at 11 you have to start here and then build it up like the 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 peaks of this first season didn't come until you know well into it i think and then you really got the impact of like the emotional impact of 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 what was great happening. acting great acting yeah, from jason incredible. Mm-hmm. but yeah i agree I, I just it's just fun to be you know, to, to be back with the characters. I also kind of feel like the one thing I will say about that show that I don't know, maybe not everyone would agree with me, but I kind of feel like the players are kind of the least interesting part of it. So like when it kind of got more into Danny Rojas, I was like, I don't care. You don't care about Danny Rojas? <laughs> I mean, I do, but not as much as I care about. He, he, he was having trouble making those uh, kicks. <laughs> he was having some trouble, yeah. He um, sure was. Well, and you're far into the new season. You uh, got a screener. Are, are you done? No, because... The, the, they 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 only oh that's right they only put out eight so uh i've got one left that i can watch but then i'm gonna have to wait until october to watch oh. the ninth so that's so i'm just gonna watch one minute of it every day there we go, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you're doing that podcast right the ted lasso minute <laughs> yes uh but it's very enjoyable we watched uh, the most recent one last night and we uh we very much enjoyed that yeah it's it's great what else did we watch last night there was two things oh uh schmigadoon are you watching schmigadoon I've heard I of want it. to. Is it good? Um, we're very much enjoying it. Cool. You know, it's them stuck in a town that's a musical. Yeah. And uh, it can be a little one notey because of that. Mm-hmm. It's like that's the one I'm joke. I'm hoping they have several notes. It's a musical, right? <sighs> I have a couple notes. Let's use our. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> very, very nice, Karen. Very nice. It's just uh, the one, I think, actually. You, you, we only have one note, and it's really. So I have no, <laughs> why, why would I have a note? Well, you should, you, you're allowed to have a note on that. Uh, it's good. To answer your question, it's good. It's, cool. Uh, I, I, I think, enjoy it. It's, yeah. It's fun. I, do you think, is it like, and keep in mind, Charlie has watched Friends. He's watched The Office. He's watched Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Can a nine-year-old who's watched those things watch Does this? he like musicals? Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. Yes. He he was just in this Rodgers and Hammerstein show. Oh, yes, show, he was. Oh, and which, by the way, those photos are adorable. I, I, I will say this. So what happened was uh, we went to the, I went to the first show and I see some so I see some red hair and I'm like, oh, my God, that's weird. That woman's hair looks like CeCe Pleasance's hair. But why the hell would she be here? And uh, and then I'm sitting there and she goes, Matt. And I was like, what? And it was CeCe Pleasance. Her goddaughter was also at the oh. camp. So uh, and she was like, so is Jimmy coming? And I was like, no, you know, I because I, I, we had she literally been on the episode where we talked about how the first session of the camp they were doing Andrew Lloyd Webber and you were upset that we didn't invite you. And that is the one we probably should have invited you to this one. It was a three hour and 20 minute show. And I just don't feel comfortable. Like, I love it because my kids are in it. But I do not feel comfortable inviting you can, no, anyone no. to a three hour and 20 minute no. middle school production of a musical review. You know? I uh, think that's an unfair amount of time for yeah. anybody. And it was great. And by the way, my, so my sister and, and her family, we were visiting. They got to come to the last show. And I very much was like. I am so sorry about how long this is. You do not have to come. Please just, you you can leave it at intermission if you want to. Whatever you got to do. Although Zoe's solo was like at the beginning of the second act. So I'd be like, yeah, it'd be kind of weird to leave right before her solo. But, <laughs> but still, I laid it out there. She's like, no, no, it's fine. And they had just flown in the night before. So they're kind of jet lagged. And I was like, I, I totally get it if you can't get through this thing. But they they stuck through it like troopers and they really enjoyed it. Uh, uh, I, I think they're being genuine when they say they didn't really enjoy it. I believe them when they told me they enjoyed it, but it was like one of those things where I was like, man, Jimmy and Danielle would have loved this because it's just funny to see Charlie. He literally, I don't know if you, have you ever seen South Pacific? Sure. <laughs> you know, the song, there's nothing like a dame. There's nothing like a dame. <laughs> so picture Charlie in like a little sailor outfit <laughs> dancing around going across the stage. There is nothing like a dame. <laughs> like with a bunch of other boys, yes. all like a bunch of boys under the age of 12. Right. So I, one of them maybe is older, but so funny to me. Like, it's just amazing. And he was in, and he was in a bunch of the, there were like five songs from Oklahoma that he was in a bunch of them that all the sort of, you know, when there's a whole chorus of people, and so he's really into it now like he really loved that and then was like wanted to rewatch encore because he's like because there's there was an oklahoma episode of yeah. encore and there was a sound of music episode and um he's in man like right. he's he's so like i think he would like this show because now he understands it's really good what that means it's good it's uh yeah he'll love it yeah uh all right gary we go back to gary cockerel uh, uh detour but <laughs> Uh, I brought up Schmigadoon. It's my fault. Yeah. Uh, no reason to apologize. I did watch that too. You watched Schmigadoon? And did you enjoy it, Garen? Yeah, it is. It is one note, but you know what? Uh, it's many notes. There's. Jimmy, <laughs> 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 you got it. Boss, you still got it. Thank you, but. Uh, wait, so is it all up? You can watch the whole thing if you want to? No. No. It's, oh, okay. No, it's, it's Ted Lasso style. Gotcha. Which that. is. Uh, when you have nothing to watch at night, it's infuriating when it, it, it's done. It's infuriating with Ted Lasso because it's so good. It just doesn't 
feel right. And it's only like, I think I said this last season because it's only like 30 minutes. You're like, that's not enough of this. Release two of them a week. At least at least two a week. hundred percent. All right. What was the other thing you did, Garen? You said uh, Ted Lasso or what was Uh, how we had to reenact the movie Twister? Walk me through what that means. So my cousin has uh, he owns an escape room in in Novi um, and they have mobiles. So this day they were doing one and like, you know what? Let's just go along. A mobile escape room. Yeah. What is that in a trailer? And then there's like an escape room inside the trailer. And you drive it to somebody's party or something. Yeah, they went to some. Oh, that's fun. That's cool. Yeah. And what's the what's the theme in there? It's dragons lair or something like dry. So it's like a midi- medieval kind of. Thing. It's Great. not. It's not just you're stuck in a trailer. <laughs> it seems like plenty. <laughs> got to avoid the hillbillies. <laughs> they got smoke machines. It's, it's pretty cool. You know. Okay. But, cool. So it was supposed to storm that day, and we're there. It's you know we're just hanging out in their lawn, and it's starting to get a little dark and like interesting, and then like that it went black like clouds showed up tornado sirens oh jesus it was insane so we had to a get the people out of the escape room pack it up get in the truck load it and get and go and as we were doing this it's just a wall of rain i can't help because i don't i don't know what any of this does i don't know where to do it you know whatever so me and by, my by friend, the way, you don't have to tell us. You did not have to explain. We, we know you can. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you're Garen. <laughs> yeah, so we're in the back Fuck of the car. Fuck it. You guys just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'll pack the truck myself. Sits down watches a movie. <laughs> That's true. That's how I but tornado siren immediately. So, and that's, war- that's get in your basement. There is a tornado. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. And we're in a truck, in a pickup truck. So we were trying to get out of here <clears throat> or there and trees falling in the fucking woods what we're going like like this holy shit it was insane and my friend jess who flew in she basically came with me um has never seen that before because she's from the from seattle and it was it, it was i was legit like oh this is we're getting we're dead and did tornadoes come it i think it hit an hour north of where we were oh wow but close enough that it, yes it felt like it was behind us it, did you have we cows it we did not have cows, we have cows. I was expecting them <laughs> i gotta go we've it. got cows <laughs> it was it was intense wow yeah trees like literally awesome. falling it was, I, I, I i'm sure it's terrifying but it hearing about it is awesome it, i wish i could experience it without the danger of it yeah it, <laughs> you know, they have those tornado uh, uh like in a fair they have those booths you can go into uh, experience a tornado yeah i've done that it's not the same of course it's not <laughs> it's a it, i want to see things that shouldn't be in the air in the air like that's, that's without the, without the with, without, without the fear the of getting fear hit by that thing or somebody losing their house you, you right. want to see a, a semi go into a house yeah this is something that should exist in dubai like a humongous room that it uh, it creates a, a like an artificial tornado that the room is so you know have you heard about the thing i think it's in dubai where they made like the deepest swimming pool on earth. No. Yeah. And why it's, does it have to go? Why is, why is it going to go down? <laughs> well, it's like, cause you can scuba in it. Like you can, Oh, you, you can scuba can, in the pool. Yeah. You can sign up and then you basically go down, 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 down. And like, it's like, I don't, I can't look up how deep it is. I think it's like 10 stories deep or something. And, uh, is that a thousand feet? Um, I think it would be hundred feet, hundred feet, hundred feet. That yeah. doesn't seem deep enough. No, it doesn't sound that deep at all. It's just very unimpressive now that I think about it, <laughs> <laughs> but it looked cool. Like I, I, I guess Will Smith did it. He like went in, he made a little video. I don't know. His kid did it and got out of the pool and uh, whipped their hair around. That's right. <laughs> deep dive, Dubai, 169 point. Well, 
0.9 feet. Nice. Mm. Uh, so that's like 16 stories. It's that's the deep. equivalent of six Olympic-sized pools. Deep. Pools. Deep. deep. Like if they were tilted on their side. Yeah. That's and again, as we learned from the COVID test, uh, got to keep it flat. <laughs> don't, 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 yeah, do uh, not tilt that. Do not tilt it. Uh, I don't know if that's cool or not, but what I'm saying is they're building weird things in so, Dubai. Yeah, so so let's, why not let's build a tornado house? Yes, yeah, a huge tornado, tornado house. warehouse. Yeah, they're going to use it for movies too. It's got there's like rooms and buildings that it's all it's really, really like cool. all underwater. Yeah, I'm looking at a picture now. There's like a looks like a Mercedes just sitting in the pool. Oh, really? Is it Mercedes rule? <laughs> it's actress <laughs> she just waves to you as you scoop them on it's, it's like, I mean she hasn't been working much but that is quite a gig I was in Fisher King <laughs> <laughs> uh, alright Garen go right ahead uh, what, uh, so, so you, you you got out of that you're fine yeah <laughs> go ahead he was done I know I forgot what I was saying but I mean we're hauling a, a you know a yeah, you got a foot trailer or yeah. whatever behind us so it was it was nerve-wracking. Of course it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was just one day. The rest of the time, was uh, the weather was okay? Yeah. It was, it was really nice for the most part, yeah. Novi. Novi. That, is that where you Bustling were? city of Novi. Yeah. You were there for like, what, 12 days or something? I was there from Thursday to Saturday. So Three days. That might be nine days? Eight days? Nine days? I don't do math. Now, but it, like when you were going to move there, when we all had those dreams and aspirations, you uh, you were going to work for this escape room, right? right. Wasn't that what it? I was gonna help out with something. I don't. I think he just wanted someone to do like social media or something like that. I don't know. Okay, we, can't you? Well, we like could, you're we, a writer. We, we could, could tell him that's not the right thing. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably no. Got years of evidence that points to that being a bad idea. But what about you're a writer? You couldn't you write scenarios for escape rooms? Oh yeah, um, puzzles. <clears throat> he gets them from companies. Yeah. Right, but it, but it could, but you, I could you, you could jazz him up. He's doing yeah. something. I don't. I can't. Backstory. There are there is a situation coming where I will be doing something like that. You had to move there to do that. No. <laughs> I, oh, yeah, you could do that, Jimmy. There's a situation coming. <laughs> there's a situation coming. An opportunity. Well, that's all right. That's exciting. Coming. You'll share that with us when the time is right. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, which would be in a year. So. Right, about twelve months. We got. Uh, oh God. That means we got twelve months. Twelve more months of Garrett Cockrell here. <laughs> Oh, and I did find out the results of that screenwriting contest. Oh, oh, hey, oh, you didn't know. oh, but I'm a finalist, so that's hey, that's great. As, it's almost just as good. Did as they as rank the non, or was it just one winner? No, it and was just else? one winner. And the funny yeah. thing is, is all day I was like watching Twitter and watching their site, like what's going on, and I actually searched for it in Twitter just to see if anybody was talking about it, and the only one I saw was the person who ended up winning. So I saw that like three hours earlier. I was like, what is this? And looked at it and then forgot about it and then you know two hours later wait they posted that they won or they just posted no they just it was just like oh i made the finals oh, okay. and it was that thing oh, and, and they it, and they ended up winning and they <laughs> winning that's only, it's still great that you got that far yeah I'm, sincerely yeah yeah for a minute i was like god damn it but who was that stephen king yeah <laughs> <laughs> and it was, his son. was a pilot actually that oh. that won a pilot a feature so do you have does he have two daughters <laughs> yeah this guy this guy could hold a conversation i could believe it Oh snap! Very what a pretty. twist! It's a twist. Medicine Woman. It was called Medicine oh. Woman. Oh, I'm out. Yeah. No thanks. <laughs> I don't like women. <laughs> I don't like medicine. I don't believe in science. I saw I saw the prequel of Medicine Man and it wasn't very good. So, Medicine that was, Man. It's uh, Sean Connery and Lorraine Bracco. They're in the jungle trying to look for the cure to cancer. Oh, and he's kind of all scraggly, scraggly in a treehouse or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. In like the was, '90s, right? Yeah, that's right. It's the movie that I bought a ticket for when they wouldn't sell me a ticket to American Me. I think. 
Uh, and then I just left after 20 minutes and oh, went to see American Me. American Me. Yeah. Dummies. Yeah. Push it R, rated R. Yeah. You, you know uh, what we watched, Garen, uh, with a young Oliver? We watched Halloween. Oh, the new one? The original oh, Halloween. Oh, cool. Oh, How did he like it? Um, he liked it. He, uh, I, don't th- I, I think that uh, the world has moved on from why that would have been so effing scary. Mm-hmm. But he was, he, you know, he, that, it was tense. Yeah. But That's the problem. It's like you can't un... Even if you've... Even if you are young and you haven't watched a lot of horror movies, the genre and just the society, culture, everything has sort of evolved beyond where we were at when that movie came out. I think like, you know, but certainly if you've watched more recent horror movies, you've sort of had a lot of those tricks spoiled. And it's, it's yes. sort of you've been. Well, to your point, like it's been parodied. Yeah, parodied. Exactly. So you're sort of aware of. Yeah, that, that just changes. Yeah. It's also slow. It's, it's a slow very movie. slow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is, I think, why it's good. I think a lot of those old 70s horror movies are like that, like The Omen. And, you know, like the, it's not, it builds. Yeah. Kind of like uh, Ted Lasso. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Garrett, do you have a guess on this uh, transportation? 1733, goats, now push. Horrible guess. I'm just going to say a rickshaw. I could not think of anything else. Oh, rickshaw. You know, rickshaw. I once worked on a TV show, and one of the writers' name was Rickshaw. And it was like, don't you go by Richard? <laughs> or Rick, Dick. Or, or Rick. Rick or, or, no, Rick, Rick is the exact thing we were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Another option's Rick. Every time I say... <laughs> every time I hear the, someone named Dick, I was like, just call yourself Rick. Or yeah. Rich. Rich. Well, Rich, Rich Shaw doesn't Rich sound... Rich Shaw's bad. But Rich, Richie Shaw. Well, Rick, that's kind of hard to say. How about Ricky Shaw? Ricky Shaw. Ricky Shaw. How about change your last name? Yeah, but you know what? <laughs> get out of this. Go, get out what, of the family. What's your middle name? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Don Shaw. <laughs> <laughs> or, or no, yeah, you use the middle name as well, the last name. Oh. Yeah, get oh. rid of Shaw. Ricky, Ricky Don. Don. <laughs> Ricky Don. Ricky... Uh, Rick Don. Rick Schroeder. Good guy. Mm, Good guy. Shaw. Great actor. Shaw He's doing okay now. Tremendous guy. So you're Rick Shaw. Yeah. I thought of rickshaw. I, I will tell you, full disclosure, I did not write down, write down rickshaw, but I did think of rickshaw. I actually was trying to think of rickshaw and couldn't come up with it. Well, let's check in with it. He's back there. That's his walking ottoman. That is uh, Elliot Hopper. We Hello. haven't seen him in a while. He's uh, uh, done some uh, refurbishing here at the... Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, you, Spent some time here. You painted your repainted your uh, little scrim there. My, sh- my shroud. I know a scrim sh- is a... He always calls it a shroud, and that just sounds dirty. I hate it. <laughs> why does it sound dirty? I don't understand why, but it just makes me... Shroud. What are you thinking of? Are you thinking of uh, I d- I d- foreskin? I, I, maybe, or, or it is like, kind of like the foreskin of my desk. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah, it gross is and true. <laughs> but you repainted all that. I repainted all that. I painted the inside of it as well. In the past, uh, it was uh, oh, just it was raw just uh, wood, just raw, raw wood. wood. And I decided I wanted it to be a little nicer. So, did we have leftover paint, or did you we, manage to find the uh, same exact colors? I I found the co- I, we didn't have leftover paint, right, Matt? I, I had asked you before, and you said we didn't have any left from the last time we painted it. Not from last time. No, we had this. We had this color leftover, but. And which I did use that for the door behind. The door behind, which uh, I I would imagine looks great on camera. I yes, it does. You're you're happy with it. I am happy with it. It changed the lighting, which I didn't consider a little bit, but I I think it's I think it's good. Um, We're no longer uh, maybe just the right bounce. Maybe. (laughs) Oh, we we lost the cast brass back. (laughs) No more sink, just bounce. Just Uh, no bounce. Flip flop that. Yeah, we have some sink. We're still sinking. Mm -hmm. What? You could sink down 169 feet. Oh, yeah. Point, no, 169.9. And meet celebrity Mercedes, Mercedes rule. You want to Have you ever wanted to get an autograph 169 feet underwater? No, she has not chance. Um, I hope she's doing all right. Oh, she's fine. Okay, good. She's probably going to die after we mention Jesus her. Jesus Christ. Oh, no. that, she is, that's, that the is exact, the that's the exact kind. Yeah. Uh, so you did some refurbishing while we were gone? Yep. 
Uh, you sent us some text messages to alert us that uh, uh, if we are in the studio, to be aware that you were painting. Yeah. Hmm. Appreciate that. It did, it did occur to me that, because uh, I was basically took up all the space, because when I moved the shroud, I put the plastic Stop in the Stop saying middle. shroud. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to happen. <laughs> Not going to uh, Wall? I don't know. Anyway, uh, I did, it, it, it. Cubby? No. Nah. That's Cube. Not, nope. Kickle. No, it's, 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 it's not it's a kind, cubicle. It's almost a cubicle. It's almost a cubicle. Uh, shield. 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 Sure. Shroud. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so I didn't know if anybody would be recording something else in here while right. we were going. Right, right, right. Um, the other thing I did uh, that might be of somewhat interest is I took my uh, my Fiat 500 into the dealer. Uh, one of my taillights had gone out, and I probably could have done it myself, but I wanted to kind of reaffirm my warranties whatever turns out by the way that the car isn't under warranty but the battery still is good hmm. um so it's just good uh so but here's the thing i want to play a kind of a price is right game with yes. you guys oh mm-hmm. fun mm-hmm. so i did three things that day okay i got lunch mm-hmm. took in my dry cleaning and went to the fiat dealer okay all right there are three prices and i want you to see if you can tell me which goes with which okay lunch dry cleaning mm-hmm. and then go to the fiat dealer can, can you tell us anything more about the dry cleaning? I think I shouldn't. Okay. Okay. I'm not going to tell you anything more about it. And, the, the, and Fiat taillight. Is- uh, so you're giving us three prices. Correct. Okay, go. So $22.23. These are the exact prices. I could have rounded them, I suppose. Uh, $33.75 and $182. Can you match the price with the activity? Well, I'm going to say based so, on... Wait, the- $22, 33 and $182? and 182 yes. Okay. The fact that we're playing this game, yeah, tell, <laughs> tells you something, makes right? Me think that. Uh, okay, I'm I, I, I'm in. Me too. All right, now I have not thought about how you would reveal yourself. So, well, why don't you uh, tell us lunch? Okay. No, no, no. I, I feel like we should read them off. We we should each read one. You think so? <laughs> that, does that make any sense? Yeah, I, I think so because I think then then I will just reveal the the answers and then you will respond. With oh, you know what? That's a good question, Matt. You say what your answers are. I'll say mine. Garen okay. will say his, and then he'll tell us what the real ones are. Mm-hmm. I said lunch twenty two, tail tail light thirty three, dry cleaning one eighty two. Okay, I went lunch thirty three. Yeah, Fiat twenty two, dry cleaning one eighty two. Okay, that's good. We're different. I said lunch thirty three, dry cleaning twenty two, light one eighty two. That's a, that's that's the logical thing to say, yeah. right? But I yeah, feel but like we, we wouldn't be playing this. We would not be playing this game, playing if, this game if if the taillight was one eighty two. He spent one hundred and eighty two dollars on dry cleaning. I think he did. He doesn't do laundry. I think he took everything he owned <laughs> yes. dry cleaner and dumped it on the counter. Remember, he's 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 COVID nuts. <laughs> so so here's the thing. First of all, your instinct is correct. Uh, for me, when I went to the Fiat dealership, I figured it's a dealership. I had them do a few things. They did the tail light. They also fixed the the armrest. I had a light uh, that was uh, telling me that there was something wrong with my tire pressure. I thought the tire pressure was reading correctly, but it was still saying there was a problem. And so I thought oh, it's going to be hundred fucking dollars. That was in fact thirty three dollars and seven. Okay, so Matt Matt got this right then. The the lunch, which included a wonderful Bay Cities meatball sandwich with everything. Wait, that sounds great. Where'd you get this? Uh, Bay Cities in uh, Santa Monica. Bay Cities Del- Delicatessen. It's, oh, yeah, it's uh, lovely. If you meatball sandwich, huh? Meatball sandwich. They they make great bread. So if you like bread, I do like bread. There's a place to go. I like meatballs. Uh, and to the extent where I also included in that amount uh, a loaf of bread, which was like three bucks, and uh, some mozzarella. So that was twenty two twenty three. That was twenty two twenty three. I I have gone to the dry cleaner near my house for several years. Uh, in in the in the past, 
the number of items that I brought would have cost me 80 something dollars. No they kidding. have more than double their prices. Oh, That's a lot of money, man. That's a hundred. And, and by the way, it was going to be $192, but I blanched and the lady was like, cause I looked when I walked out, I was like, you know, cause you don't pay right then you pay when you pick up. Mm-hmm. So I walked out and then I looked and I was like, wait, what? I'm paying $200. Now granted I had like 30 pieces, but, and they're all shirts. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm dry cleaning all of my collared shirts and those new polo shirts that I got. I didn't want to ruin them in the wash because the collars will shrink up and turn into like bacon and I didn't want to do that. <laughs> so, so I go back in and I ask her about it and she, she was like, well, the, the shirts are 575. If you do, a, if you launder them, they'd be 525, which isn't that much of a difference, but she made it 475 for me. Cause she, cause I've been doing stuff with them for a long time these but prices it, sound high dude they are very high well yeah. it used to be it used to be four dollars for a dry clean and 350 for uh, a launder you know fluff and fold so i i don't know i don't think i can keep going there because that's a lot of I fucking money either i think if i did that and they handed me a bill for that amount of money i would cry <laughs> <laughs> well, yes right because i can't it's already done. It's that already transaction done. is done. Yeah. I cannot. And you can't. What are you going to do? Buy new clothes? That's even more expensive. Right. <laughs> you have to pay them. Yeah. I could, I could never be like, can I just get that all back? I can't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just throw some spaghetti sauce on that shit and give it back to me. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, are you comfortable if uh, Elliot does a fluff and fold behind the shroud? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you said it. Now you're saying it. Fuck. Victory is mine. No, it's a um, shield. Well, that was a fun game. I mean, I did like that game. I did like that because I won. So yeah, we actually watched. Uh, that was one of the things we watched in the hotel the room. Price we watched right. the Price is Right, and uh, uh, it's COVID times, so it's just you know Drew Carey and these people, and uh, George Gray is the announcer, and we very much enjoyed it, Oliver and I. They still have the. Uh, I assume now they have men and women models showing off. Things. Yes, they do. Oh, really? Yeah, That's they got a, good uh, idea. a guy who uh, awkwardly smiled. <laughs> Every time the camera came on. Wait, so when you say it's COVID times, that means there's no crowd? There's no crowd. Nobody comes on down. They just, uh, who's so they've next? Already, they've already selected the, they've done so all that previously. They, yeah, they come out from behind the stage. Okay. You know, and then huh. when it, when, you know, when they, remember how they would line up and then they'd spin the wheel? Mm-hmm. When they spin the wheel, they then, when they're done, they just they, go away. <laughs> they just kind of go a distance away. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, uh, you know, I know that guy gets shit on a lot, Drew Carey, for not being a good host, but I thought he was fine. Okay. Kind of mutters to himself, which kind of makes me laugh. <laughs> uh, He's definitely more casual than very casual what you're used to seeing on a sh- on that show, particularly. But any yeah. classic game show, um, he looks like Burl Ives. He's got a crazy <laughs> beard, and yeah. oh, nice. he's wearing kind of like a. Who was the uh, guy in the '90s, the basketball player that wore goggles? Not like, the, like, well, James Worthy in the '80s. I guess Worthy's the guy that yeah. most famous, right? The yeah. like kind of the wraparounds. Yeah, uh, Kareem, Kareem well. also Adam, Kareem. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kareem, yeah. Uh, but, which is bizarre because Drew Carey, it's known that his glasses, he got LASIK. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need to wear glasses. So when he wears glasses, they are nothing but a, a costume. Right. And so the whole premise was he was wearing the other glasses because that was like what his logo that was. That was his look was. Right. That was his logo. Yeah. So now he's wearing these that aren't him. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's this weird COVID look that actually... As much as I'm bitching, it looks kind of fucking cool. <laughs> Do you think it's because he's still doing that X-ray specs joke? <laughs> are those them? Yeah, the glasses oh, are recent picture. Almost rec- unrecognizable. Yeah, really? and he was Hold wearing on. kind of a... That like, looks like Del Close. It does look like Del Close. <laughs> what the hell? Yeah, it's a COVID look. Um, Turn it away from oh, a little bit. Real quick side note, because yeah, we said we this on the, oh, yes. the Platinum thing. Please please check out, uh, for Mad Men only, the Del Close 
documentary that uh, is now available, I think, on uh, Apple slash iTunes, whatever you call that. Um, we got to go to the premiere. If you're a Platinum member, you already heard the whole story. Uh, it was really fun. Jimmy moderated the panel after the premiere. And Matt Walsh is in it. And uh, James, Urbaniak. James Urbaniak. Josh Fadum. And then lots of great interviews with people like Bob Odenkirk. And, um, Get well soon, by the way, to Bob Odenkirk. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Dave Seems Thomas. Like doing okay. Yeah, it's doing okay. Sounds like he's going to do okay, which yeah. is a relief. Um, but yeah, it's it's we both said it before, and I'll say it again. It's I think it's an amazingly great documentary. It really is uh, about uh, a really important part of comedy history. Mm. My friend Heather directed it. Her husband and my other friend Gre- uh, George is the editor, and um, and so I just want to let everybody know it's a great movie. If you like documentaries, if you like comedy, if you're a comedy nerd, you have to see it because it's uh, it's like catnip for comedy nerds. That's uh, that's my feeling about it. It is fantastic. Yeah, it is a great documentary. Hundred percent agree. Uh, Elliot, do you have a guess for this transportation? Sure. So I'm going to really quickly run you through my my brain sure. thing. I first thought wheelbarrow, but then I'm like, yeah. oh, I like wheelbarrow, but, but that's, that, not that's, that's not transportation. I mean, well, neither's my answer, by the way. So. It does transport things. Yeah. I guess that's a very. So then I thought wheelchair, but then I saw something recently where like there's a wheelchair from like ancient China. So that's not 1733. Mm. So what I went with was stroller. Oh. Oh, I like stroller. Wow. I think we're going to be mad at the use of the word transportation. Perhaps. I think, I think that's going to anger us. Perhaps. I, I, but that does fit every part of it. Yeah, I like stroller. Unlike mine, which is the same as Garen. I said rickshaw. You did say rickshaw. Which seems like it's probably older than 1733. Well, but a rickshaw is also a pull, isn't it? It's not really a push. It's more of a pull. So we're going to be mad about some part of this. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, did you say rickshaw or rickshaw? I, I said Richard Shaw. I, I went with, uh, with comedy writer rickshaw. <laughs> Uh, I, I said lawnmower, which, again, oh. I know is not transportation. But, uh-huh. uh, no, it's not transportation. Yeah. But, but I thought of riding mower. Yeah. So but maybe you'd have a goat pulling you, but you along also as push you mow. It, but maybe there was a goat that would, yeah, would yeah. push the... I see what you're saying. Uh, okay. The sickle. I'm not, I'm not totally against there's that. There's no transportation involved at all. <laughs> no. I but yeah, but, but stroller feels... I like stroller. Yeah, but some of your other thoughts were good, too, honestly. Let's find out together. Yeah, okay. There's only one way to, uh, to end this. It's amazing that we made a gang episode last over two hours. <laughs> well, again, we're back from vacation. Yes. We don't have a lot to say. Mm-hmm. I had a great Ted Lasso story. <laughs> <laughs> that that felt like it took up half the time. But. Um, okay, here we go. We got, uh, here's your answer. Answer is strollers. Damn wow. it. I don't know why they changed it. It seems like a flawless system to me. <laughs> yeah, why Elliot would, is who doesn't want a goat? Literally unbeatable this season. Wow. Yeah, you're, having I, a, you're having a good run. You're gonna hate. You're gonna hate the next thing then. Because yeah, because you only have like 25 left, right? Well, no, I had I had two numbers. I had eight and 24. And you went with 24. I you went with the Sutherland. Went with the Sutherland. Nice. Yep. And those are Kobe Bryant's two numbers in his pro career. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's weird. <laughs> kind of weird. That I did you not know that. Uh, Matt, what did you bet? I bet 22. 22, Garen. Uh, 24. And I bet uh, three. Okay. It's one of the numbers I had left was three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what, what did I you bet, with. Matt? 22. All right. Well, congratulations, Elliot. We'll, Thank uh, you. We'll settle up next week financially. Very good. Looks like you're going to win some money from the Jeremy Herbal trivia like team. It. Yeah, but there is still a chance that one of us could at least get a $5 prize next week. I yeah, so. I would say, I would, I would imagine so. I'd like to get something. I'd like to get a little piece of this. I think I've won one during this season. <laughs> Yeah, I think a guest has won, and I haven't. I think you, I think you won once on the bet on the betting. I think betting. I, yeah, I, oh, make no mistake. I've never got an answer right. <laughs> no, you have because there was a couple where we all got it right. 
Oh, yeah, that's true. That is true. And there certainly was a couple of where we all thought we got it right and we're making fun of my son and then we were wrong. Abraham, Abraham Lincoln. Lincoln. Yeah, champion. Abraham Lincoln. It's the best one. Why is there not a movie, Abraham Lincoln, champion wrestler? And people would go, what kind of crazy I mean, fantasy is this? Didn't they make Abe Lincoln vampire hunter? They did. They did. Why didn't they start with the wrestling at least? Yeah. Maybe he wrestles the vampires. I never saw that would be really, I actually saw it. I liked it. Okay. I mean, it's ridiculous. That'd be great. It is. Though, if, <laughs> if it was just Abraham Lincoln wrestling and didn't didn't deal with anything else <laughs> Any that politics? he did in his life. Not even like that he became an attorney right. or that he you know did it remotely at his house or any of those things. Because right. he was he did some correspondence stuff, right? He also got part that of log cabin. They won't shut up about Log cabin. Yeah. Hat. That, that hat. Take that hat off, you asshole. <laughs> He's already tall. Why, why the tall hat? Everybody wore that hat. Why was that a hat? It's like when a six foot tall woman wears heels. Like, what, why? Yeah. I mean, I guess lean heels into look nice on certain, with certain outfits, but if it's under a long skirt or dress, then right. what difference does it make? Get a long skirt and short glasses. Keep your feet glasses. comfortable. Put on some sneaks. Yep, some short glasses. <laughs> what, what's the name of that? Uh, what's that cake song? Uh, huh? Short jacket, I believe. Short jacket. Long sleeves and a short jacket. That's not nowhere no. near. Wait, the I, song by the band Cake? Yeah. Short, yeah. long dress and a shirt. I'm, I'm building off something short, you said. Short skirt and a long jacket, I believe, is the line. But I may be wrong. Short skirt and a long jacket? Yeah, she's 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 uh, walking the floor. She's got her clipboard. She's doing stuff. Is this going the distance? Or is the no, other? no, no. It, but it sounds the, the same. same. Yeah. I think I think the name of the song is short dress and a long hat. Or Short skirt, long jacket. There we short go. Short skirt and a long jacket. It's a, it, it is a fun lyric. It's a fun lyric. And it's, it's the fact that I it's know it tells you it's fun. <laughs> yeah. Cake. Yeah. That I, I I couldn't tell you one other. Could I could I tell you one other cake song? You could because I just said it yeah. ten seconds ago. The distance, going the distance. Wait, wait, the that, distance. Was, that was popular. Yeah, she he's, he's going, going the distance. distance. He's, he's going for speed. He's all alone, all alone in a in time of room. need because he's racing and pacing and marking the course. Somebody's nope. somebody's a fan. <laughs> this was a hit. Oh yeah, well yeah. it was a K Rock hit. It's, it's impossible to do in karaoke. I see. <laughs> the timing of it is odd. It yeah, it's a very odd cadence. Yeah. Uh-huh. Well, a very popular band, Kick. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, listen, I think we're done. Yeah. Uh, this was a success. Welcome back, everybody. Good to see everybody. Yeah. Yep. And uh, we'll be back here uh, on uh, Thursday, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I, Sunday I know, for them. I know I I know I uh, teased some mail, but I think we'll open that next episode. Okay, we've got. Uh, hopefully, there's not uh, eggs in there. <laughs> uh, that was. Wait, by the way, some asshole on the plane uh, opened a hard boiled egg. No, oh, come on, man. You 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 know what that does. Yeah, you know that stinks. That's rude. It's awful. It's also because like when it hard boiled eggs smell anyway, but when it's been contained. And then it's open. That's when the aroma really oh, hits. Like a bomb. That's gross, man. Yeah. Stink bomb. Well, whatever. Good luck to them. <laughs> gotta uh, get your protein. <laughs> gotta get it. It was, a, it was somebody that I thought I recognized but didn't. By the way, I have a celebrity sighting, but I'll save that for next week, uh, next show, oh, too. Wow. Um, a lot going on. Oh, uh, yeah. Got a lot going on. So it was a lot of tea. We got mail and a celebrity sighting. Wait, was it Sheena Easton? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you kind of spoiled it. But, Sorry. Uh, but I, I think by Thursday you'll forget, and it'll be still, it'll, it'll still be fun to play. Mm-hmm. Um, she was. I saw her, of course. You know this on the morning train. <laughs> she takes it. Uh, well, no, her no, baby no, takes no, her it. baby takes Why it. Why would she be on it? Is she looking for him? Yeah, she's where the fuck are you? <laughs> she's just you checking know, out his story. Yeah, you're, cheat, you're cheating. I don't me. think you do take the morning train. Yeah. Uh, he well, you know what he does. He works from nine to five, and then takes it home again. Yeah. That's a. That's a story about a fucking tree. That's <laughs> a grind, man. Can you imagine that life? I can't. 
Um, <laughs> I, I don't know. We've been here from nine to five. <laughs> Dolly Parton, this son yeah, of a bitch. Yeah, but then getting on a train afterwards. Ugh. That's what my grandfather did his whole life. Dude, there's something about a train that is magic. <laughs> I, don't, I don't agree in this instance. Yeah. I think it sucks the magic from it if it's just your, if you your, had, if commute, you, if your commute is just every day. You know, my son's going to take the train to school every day. Really? Oh. Yeah. Well, that's fun. Yeah, he's gonna. We're gonna. He's. He, I think. When I say, I think we are gonna do it. You're gonna walk him to the train. Yes. Then he trains it. I think we may stay with him on the train the first couple days, I but maybe at a distance so that it doesn't look like mommy and daddy are with him. I can't picture a stop. I know where he's going to school, and I cannot picture that. I guess. I mean, they I'd, claim it's a seven minute walk from okay. the stop to the school. Okay. And um, seven minutes is pretty far. So. What do you mean by that, sir? Well, well, it takes me 10 minutes to get from my house to Culver Station. I mean, think about it uh, when you're in a closet at a party making out with a girl. That's seven minutes seven to heaven. Minutes. Yeah. Boy, it's not so. long enough. <laughs> but it's going like, uh, to be like going to Hogwarts for him then. Oh, like, yeah. On that train. Oh, I don't know what that means, but okay. There's, there's a train to the magic to the <laughs> magic school. That's how you get to the school. Oh, I yeah. see. You Is that in the first movie? Yeah, yeah. So I saw that. You gotta go to you gotta go to the nine and three quarters. What was it called? Not stop, not a stop, but a it's station. Station, station, station right. nine and three quarters. Well, listen, if platform. If Oliver was still six, he would be uh, doing all that in his head. Mm-hmm. Put, tell him to put on his Hogwarts, his uh, his his, his, his Gryffindor scarf. <laughs> <laughs> Walks in, yeah, gets his ass kicked day one. I mean, I've got a whole Ravenclaw set up if he wants to borrow it. I think he has it all. He's got the whole... He was Harry Potter for Halloween. I don't think he would get his ass kicked. I think it would be like, yay. We all loved that, too. Day one? Day one seems... He's got the lightning bolt. He's already got the glasses, although he should get round frames. Um... My cousin Scott, by the way, had John Lennon glasses on. Yeah. And when somebody would say, he got defensive about it. Like, they're just, they're just round glasses. <laughs> Dude, those are, they're John Lennon glasses. Stop. Yeah. Did you use your famous line? <laughs> he wore them until the day they were shot off his face. <laughs> uh, that's the top five funniest things I've ever said in my life. I, uh, I, I did not think to say that, but boy, do I wish I would have. Uh, All right. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Um, uh, Welcome back to everybody. We appreciate your support. We appreciate you subscribing to Never Not Funny. Uh, So on behalf of the Pop Culture Beast, there he is right over there. That's Garen Cockrell. uh, Safe from the tornadoes. And there he is. 192 bucks. uh, 182? Was it 182? 182. uh, uh, Poorer. That's Elliot (laughs) Hoper. But what? 182 cleaner. Yeah. Uh, and fresh back from uh, storming uh, the outskirts of the castle. <laughs> that is uh, Matt Belknap. I am Jimmy Pardo. We'll see you next time on the podcast. AQ47, gone, not forgotten. Love Never Not Funny? For a second episode every week and video of every episode, plus bonus perks, sign up for a Platinum subscription at NeverNotFunny.com. Never Not Funny is executive produced by Jimmy Pardo and Matt Belknap. Video production by Elliot Hochberg. Production assistance by Garen Cockrell. Music by Daver and Watch It Burn. Copyright 2021 Never Not Funny, LLC.